y'all need that sports, sports encyclopedia. We wear Steve Kim. Got Trin in the cut. What up, what up, what up, man? The real Coach JB. My main man, Big Smitty. Ah! Are y'all ready for this? Run like something to prove it. Came to a conclusion that it's crazy. Man, I'm ready to go! Smitty and JB. JB and Smitty from West Coast to your side. Worldwide, we in your city. Keep it one bitty. We never change what's happening. Hurdle and get In any metric, coach, you cannot have Russell Wilson here. Nick gave me my first offer. Like, it, it, you gotta have that store. You gotta be marketable. Hockey, football, baseball, then basketball. Oh, I love this fucking show so much, dude. Are you mixing light and dark at 11 a.m.? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm elated that I can be able to coach, that I can be able to mentor these kids uh, and give them everything that I've learned over the last 20 years. Get Smitty and Jason Brown, kill the ass around. We want the game to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we kill the ass around. We want the game to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Derek? Man, God, I hate this dang phone line, man. I'm sorry, Jay. I spent all this dang money on this phone line, and the, the signal was horrible. I don't get it. Guess what? All right. Appreciate you. We got a new deal with Mint Mobile. I just saved your whole life in phone drama. Mint Mobile is now a new proud sponsor of the Coach AB Show with Big Smitty. Stop playing. Your problem's been solved. We got a partnership with Mint Mobile? You talking about Ryan Reynolds, Mint Mobile? Stop playing right now. Hold on. Let me Google this real quick. You can try mintmobile.com slash CoachJB and get three months free when you use the promo code CoachJB. Hey, man, I did did a quick Google search real quick to make sure you wasn't playing around. They got plans as low as $15? They got plans for $30 unlimited everything speed coverage data access to 5g unlimited talk text mobile hotspots you can talk in mexico talk in canada and they're built on the nation's largest 5g network are you kidding me jp hey and everyone wants to know how hard it is to switch to your service big wireless wants to think it's hard they want you to think it's hard big smitty but switching a minute is super easy thanks to digital e-sim cards which most phones now have you can sign up and activate immediately right on your phone from the comfort of your own home, Mint Mobile does it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. That's why the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty is proud new sponsor using promo code Coach JB. TryMintMobile.com. This is where it's at. We got it, Big Smitty. And hold on, JB. I just read this. this is last but not least. Last but not least, man. Hey, y'all, don't be duped by Big Wireless right now. I'm telling you, right now. Mint Mobile is, is through January 1st. You will receive an additional three months free, 90 days, three months free if you purchase a three-month plan using our link below. So, hey, I, I'm switching over to Mint Mobile right now, JB. I'm done with this company I'm working with. They they crazy. The the, the line, it, it, it never works. The signal is out, and it costs too much money. I'm going over to Mint Mobile, JB, and y'all should do the same. Big Smitty, I'm calling you right now. 
JV, Mint Mobile, clear as day. I hear you clear. The new promo code, Coach JB, right here, three months free. Mint Mobile, try mintmobile.com slash Coach JB and get you there free. Three months off, family deals, all deals, short, fat, skinny, and tall. Mint does it all. Proud new sponsor. Much love. We'll see you later. Peace. What up, what up, what up, what up? We're in the building. Coach AB on this free game Friday. Free game, fired up, fearless Friday. We got it all. And my main man, Big Smitty, is here in the building today. He don't have Boost Mobile. He has Mint Mobile, which this show is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Proud new sponsor. Change your phone line today like Big Smitty did so he can be my co-host. Huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing, JB? Blurry, blurry camera for right now. It'll, it'll kick. It adjusts. I think you're like too close. And then Why does that happen? Every, every time like I hop on. Camera. I gave you a quality camera better than like Fox and the ESPN uses. And oh, that's no. why. And you're so close. It adjusts. It takes adjust periods. Like, and, it, and it'll adjust to your face. Now you're too far. So it's, it's horrible. So it takes time. I think it's back now. I think it's back now. JB got the two and a half men shirt on. Legendary show. A lot of y'all in the chat and on TikTok is too young to know about that, man. But it's free game Friday. I'm so turned up, excited. Big time weekend, man. My brother flew in last night. Shout out to my guy, F.A. Ogunay, Scott and Mopport. We about to be hitting the streets. So if you in the West Coast, you in Cali, you in L.A., you might run into Big Smitty outside in the streets. That's all I'm going to say. If you see me, come take a picture with me. Tag Coach JB show. We might put it on, on, on Monday show. Let me, I'm gonna be in the streets, JB. That's all I'm saying. Be careful. Uh, be careful. Them streets are calling. Them streets are calling. Good out here, JB. They're not calling for just anything either. Be careful. Uh, I, I know uh, real OG. I know real OGs out here, JB. I can make a couple my shout to Rockhead Johnson. I got, I got a couple I can call right now and get and get shit popping. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm good out here. Right, yeah. You're okay. We got to fix your camera and internet, dog. It is horrific. You can't hear me? It, it keep cutting out. Boost Mobile, Hector. I'm telling you, this cat, he better, he talking about in them streets, Hector. He better figure this internet out. He got Boost Mobile internet at the house. <laughs> my stuff worked perfect. It's crazy. I can hear you perfectly. I look so good on my end. It's crazy. I don't know what's going on. The stream yard. I got all my it's bars right in. here. It's starting to adjust right now. I don't know what it is, man. It's been good the whole time. We was talking behind Dude, the scenes. Mint, Mint Mobile got internet? No, nah, they don't. I wish they did. I would switch over immediately. I would get Mint Mobile internet immediately. <laughs> I got this I got this Spectrum, man. I, one thing I'm going to tell you about Spectrum. I was with AT&T my entire time out here. Flawless. No issues. I moved to a different location. The location that I'm at is covered by a different, you feel me, network or whatever. So I switched over to woo woo woo, and now I'm dealing with that. So we'll see, man. So Spectrum's horrific. I got rid of Spectrum. I cuss them motherfuckers out every day. I know. I, I and I've been dealing with that. So we'll we'll see. I've never had Spectrum until now, but they Frontier. cover this area. Uh, Cox, it's all bullshit, man. It's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a fucking uh, monopoly, man. My boy Allen said he got Spectrum. Did, do you get issues with Spectrum, Alan? Because I'm still I'm still new to this, Alan. Yeah, Let Alan, me know. Alan, said it's, Alan says it's horrible. Yeah, see. 
I know, Allen. I don't. I, I mean, I, I don't want it, Allen. I want. I want to stay with AT and T. I'm gonna keep it a bean with you. I wanted to just transfer my shit over, but the location that I'm at, I guess they the same company. Hey, so you know, you know how it is, man. So we gonna figure it out, man. I might have to cut these motherfuckers out. So, so we here. We here. Um. Thanks, oh. Smitty. We're in the I was, <laughs> I was like, did JB mute or is now is my sound fucked up? I'm like, damn, everything messed up. Today. It's bald. It's bald. Your, your, bald. your sound is choppy as shit. Uh, we got a lot going on here today. It's free game Friday, fired up Friday, fearless Friday. Big Jeff Nady will join us. Big Matt will join us. Um, yeah, I'm just cussing cats out on TikTok. It wasn't nothing. Uh, it wasn't nothing on your end. But your shit is kind of like Boost Mobile-ish. But it is what it is. Uh, let's start off today with a banger. Let's get the quote of the day started. Brought to you by AQMS. Uh, proud new sponsor as well. The Coach JB Show. We move everything from furniture to side pieces to some hoes. We move everything. Cars, houses, furniture, AQMS, affordable quality moving and storage, 1-888-233-3110. Call them. Use my promo code by calling that number. You don't need anything else. Just 1-888-233-3110. AQMS, um, the best moving company in the world. Ask Eric Weddle. He used them. Um, we got a lot going on. Reth Morrison. Roth Morrison, new proud sponsor, uh, I mean, news member. Shout out to him. Shout out to Roth uh, Morrison. Shout out to Roth. Uh, we got a lot going on in here. We need to send that AQMS truck right over to SoFi and grab uh, Staley and his Fred whole Staley. Move his shit out of there. I'm sure the Chargers fan base would love if AQMS were to move the Staley's out of the goddamn facility. He looked horrific, but we're going to break that down. But let's get you the quote of the day. Um, I got my own quote of the day today. I mean, it's always my own, but it's like, really, I just said it. Just straight up saying it. Fuck it, Big Smitty. It's free game Friday. I see it right here. Quote of the day. Until a motherfucker tells me to my face how they feel about me, they can have a seat in the bitch-made cat section. Mm. That's the quote yeah. of the day. Because you don't get it, Smitty. You don't get it no more. It's all text, tweet, DM. They're so protected on TikTok. These motherfuckers on TikTok saw me in person. Them motherfuckers would be on two bended knees asking for a fucking autograph, a picture to f- f- fuck their baby mama. Like, you know what I'm saying? All that type of shit. So. It is what it is. How, Contra- how much do tickets cost? How much do tickets cost in, in the bitch made section? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Contrary to belief, uh, real quick, I don't treat people badly, Big Smitty. That's what people don't get. Contrary to belief, I don't treat people badly. I treat them accordingly. Mm. Contrary to belief, people don't get that. People don't understand what that means. People think it's offensive. No, it ain't. I treat you accordingly. If you're a bitch made cat, I treat you as such. <laughs> Contrary to belief, women fuck who they want, Big Smitty. Men fuck who they can. Contrary to belief, <laughs> you all, we all got the homie that'll fuck short, fat, skinny, and tall. They fuck them all. We have those homies. Keep it real. 
We do. We do. We do. Oh. <laughs> That's a bar. A little bit more selective. They can fuck who they want. We got to kind of fuck who we can. See, that's what, but when you get to a certain age, you don't even do that no more. I don't fuck who I can no more. Well, you well, you said you don't really do that, period. You, you, you just get the, you get the, and you got to keep it going. So, you know Yeah, I mean? but I'm saying nowadays, though, I'm selecting. Right. I'm a selector school. <laughs> I am a selector school. Like, uh, I'm a Georgia, I'm a Alabama, I'm a Ohio State, I'm a USC, I'm a Texas. I'm top of the top. Those are selector schools. That means, like, when Akron calls, you know, Akron has you committed the whole time, and then Nick Saban calls on the 23rd hour before signing day. He's like, hey, man, in an hour, I lost a guy. You want to be a Crimson Tide, Roll Tide, Alabama? Hell yeah, coach. Come on, then sign. Click. That motherfucker has never spoke to Nick Saban ever in four years, and he got him on the twenty third hour. So what you're saying is a girl might be with a dude right now, hypothetically. She go take a bathroom break. She bumps into you. She sees you, and you're like, "Hey, man, I ain't trying to get involved in your business, nothing like that." But I am. I'm out here. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be at such and such address. You want to pull up and have a good time? That's where I'm gonna be. If not, you can stay where you at. And you send that woman nine times out of ten going to decommit from the Mac and go to the SEC, which is JB. I see what you're saying. You preaching? Oh yeah, it's it's for sure. I'm a I'm a selector. <laughs> I am a selector mm-hmm. now. I don't play that what? game. Shit. What's going on right here? When y'all sending my Thanksgiving trivia hoodie? You should have been sending it out. Eric the Ranch, make sure his shit sent out. Uh, he, he emailed us his address. I'm pretty sure. So check it, check on it. And then the Heisman Trophy winner. We're gonna look into the email. I have an email with a shitload of people in there. So I, like I said, the first five that got the actual correct answer, which was Jaden Daniels, we'll check it out. Um, we'll get you those too. Poll question, Big Smitty. Staley should have been fired at halftime. Like the internet was suggesting, like Richard Sherman suggested, like I suggested, everybody on Twitter, he was trending last night. Should he have been fired at halftime? Should they have set a precedent? Should they have done it? Um, That's the poll question, Big Smitty. I don't know what you think. I would have did it if I'm the owner. Shit. That was embarrassing. He should have been hired. He should have been fired (laughs) pregame. That was the worst performance I've seen from a team in a long time. Like, especially against was the Raiders. Was it worse than the 70 burger Denver gave up? Even though it's not as many points, but was it worse? Yeah, it was, man. Like, just the way the game went. They could have, the game could have been worse. Like, they could have scored more points. It was what, 42 to zero, I think, at, at halftime, if I'm not mistaken. I thought, I thought, I, and I know AP, and I was like, shit, homie, go for 90. Fuck it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, and when he came out of halftime, it was like, I'm going to press the gas. I was like, shit, let's go. Fucking go for 90 on their ass. Um, that didn't happen. I wish they would have, though. I would like to see 90 put up on a motherfucker. Why not? Me too. Why not? Look at this. One-handed interception. Boy, Jack-Jack right there. I texted him after the game. Uh, helped him get some classes and grades, get eligible. Um Obviously, playing against them all through high school and, and being around them. A good kid, man. He, he used to hit me up all the time when I was at Indy for classes while he was in transition, SC to Arizona State, etc. Um, Hey, smart kid, though, by the way. He's a football player. As far as football IQ, we call it FBI, football intelligence. Mm. And you saw 
he, he had to have known something because you don't have a corner jump through the line of scrimmage like that. Right. Unless there's something like, I don't know if we had the beginning of the play. Um, but yeah, see, he jumped through the line of scrimmage. But that's him, though. That yeah. is that good-ass, ghetto-ass shit that would, AP would be cussing his ass out for if he got burnt. If right. they fuck with him and they oop, and then they hit his guy, I bet you his guy is wide open. <laughs> Definitely that's wide open. Was, Make it. That is Jack Jack, though. That's how he is, though, by the way. that's And we've coached a shitload of those type of cats, dog. And it is what it is. If he makes you look happy and right, so be it. But just know, motherfucker, your guy was wide ass open. You know you did some ghetto ass shit right there. We ain't cut, we ain't never called you to blitz a guy. <laughs> and and <laughs> I, I know for a fact the motherfucker didn't call Jack Jack to blitz a gap, homie. Right. That man just <laughs> took a chance. He weighed one thirty. He ain't jumping a gap. He a football player though. You know what I mean? And listen, That's maybe he man. watched. Maybe he watched the tape and he read some keys and he saw some some type of like something that he saw during the week that gave it away that this play was coming. You know what I'm saying? It's been times like I, I've watched you know film throughout the week and then like it's the game. I'm like, oh shit, it's happening! Like the shit that we actually practice on all throughout scout team and all throughout the week is happening right now. Let me let me wind up out my stands. Let me you know be ready to redirect for the screen. Like you know what I'm saying? So I do recall those moments. Plus, Smitty, if they're not up. 49 nothing or whatever the score, or maybe it was 55, whatever the score was, they he don't do that either. Yeah. Let's get it twi- don't get it twisted. He did that shit because he knew it's the game was they having fun and them and San Diego or LA was tightly pressing and they're trying they're, you know the quarterback. It's crazy. We're gonna dive in. We got a lot to dive into though. Uh the thumbnail reads Bill Belichick fired after the season. Um it's a question, Big Smitty, we're going to dive into, but it's also shocking, but yet yeah, it's part of the business. Um, so this is all shit that's part of the business that I've that we've come accustomed to. It's not a shock. It's not a, that shocking, to be honest. This is what the business is, right. but we'll dive into it. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. Moving on, man. It's looking like there might be some trouble in Philly, man. The Eagles, Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown might be having some issues uh, that I'm seeing behind the scenes. They got Hurts at practice, learning how to fall without fumbling. And you can visibly see there's some irritation in his face after, like, the last rep when he turns around and walks back. He kind of slightly shakes his head right here, if you can see. Not want to do that. They claim A.J. Brown is uh, went, going up to, to the head coach privately and, and making his complaints about Jalen Hurts. Uh, Philly, I don't know, man. It's looking bad, J.B. So we're just going to skip by the – the part that I brought up months ago that this was a thing, huh? Yeah, we're going to skip out of it. Yeah, we're doing that. We're skipping it. We're skipping it. We're going to skip the part that I'd said that this was a drama scene. That, and Jeff Nadu, the perfect person to come on today, he told me I was full of shit. And I said, A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts have a beef. Don't mm. get it twisted. They have a beef. Oh, no. Nah. They 8-0. They got a beef, homie. And I'm just telling you right now, I called this shit months ago, but what do I fucking know? I love, it's a Cam Newton theory. I love all the motherfuckers that never played or coached that know more than me. It's fucking unbelievable. I love it. Can't wait to dive into that. I like Cam Newton. I recruited Cam Newton, took Cam Newton to the titty bar. I know Cam Newton. I, trust me. <laughs> I tried to get Cam Newton to come to college. Don't get it twisted. Um, 
Whew. We're going to dive into it, man. We're going to dive into it. Did you skip the Chargers Raiders recap? Oh, we already did it. All right. There's an interesting one right here. We'll run through these and get it on. Bama hires fired, ex-fired Michigan linebacker coach who was fired in the midst of all the drama of the sign stealing. Michigan fires a coach during Harbaugh's absence while he was missing three games, and Saban goes and hires his ass. <laughs> Is that for real? Yeah, it's for real. Crazy. It's all over ESPN and everything. Man, that is why. Hey, save that it or give a hit. So now, I want a public apology from everybody that said the Harbaugh's the only one. Michigan's the only one. Nick Saban's doing it too. And if you don't think Nick Saban's going to ask for the fucking signs, you're out of your fucking mind. Mm. See. What do I know? What do I know when I say they just want Harbaugh out? It ain't about no goddamn sign stealing. Everybody does it. Everybody thought I was crazy. But now Saban goes and pulls a OG SEC legal, legal move that could be looked at as, wait up. How are you letting him hire a guy they fired for sign stealing during the season? But guess Ooh. what? I told y'all. If, if Harbaugh was in the SEC, nobody would have said nothing because they don't talk in the SEC. They only snitch on each other in the bitch-ass Big Ten. So it is what it is. Man, oh, man. That's crazy as hell, man. But moving on, man, staying in NCAA, man. The transfer portal effect, TRO effect, man. There's been some another layer of chaos to the fallout of Wednesday's federal ruling on transfer rules saying Thursday that student-athletes who participate in games during a 14-day temporary restraining order will lose a season of eligibility if the ruling is reversed. The ACAA published an eight-question document designed to help its membership in understanding issues stemming from Wednesday's decision. The fourth question asks whether the season of competition legislation applies to a student-athlete compete during the 14-day TRO, man. This is crazy. They're adding layers, JB. Um, I can't wait to dive into that, man. That's all I'm going to say. By the way, backing up to the Michigan coach, just so we're clear, it wasn't the guy fired three weeks ago. It was a guy fired previous to that. So I want to be clear. What what was the kid's name? I can't remember his name, but I know you're talking about. Partridge or I'm not sure. But the point is, he was in the mix of the office. He knows everything. Saban's not a fool. He's hiring a motherfucker that's going to be able to give him some type of insight. That a cap. He was there for some years now. So Chris Partridge, yeah. So don't make no mistake about it. He's getting something out of it. So it's bigger than just Michigan sign stealing. I can't wait to dive into it deeper. The uh, the Warriors. The Golden State Warriors looking to do the right thing, they say, to help Draymond Green. What does this mean, Big Smitty? I was asking where the fuck Steve Kerr has been this whole time because he he's so quick to come out and give his opinion on social issues, global issues. This motherfucker talks about global warming and everything. Only thing he don't talk about is Draymond Green when he fucks up. Like, he's mm. never talked about him. Like, he's scared of him. Last night, you can tell he was forced to kind of address it by, I believe, either GM or ownership that said, look, dog, we're getting heat. You never talk about Draymond Green. You got to bring it up. 
And that motherfucker brought it up in a major way. Like he, Steve Kerr, we're gonna wait, we're gonna break it down. Steve Kerr was like, "You mean the guy that choke slam Rudy Gobert? You mean the guy that slapped the shit out of you?" Like Kerr went off, and I, he didn't go off, but he said it. So I was happy uh, to hear it. Finally, he said it. I think Kendrick Perkins called out Steve Kerr. Um, I'm I'm kind of tired of Steve Kerr. Be honest with you, and that's crazy because this guy is a winner. And he wins, and he's won, and he's been a hell of a coach. But, like, just coach basketball, dog. And I, I, it goes back to the LeBron thing when LeBron said shut, the, shut up and dribble or whatever. I, wanted, I want Steve Kerr just to coach because you're not helping mm. nobody. Steve Kerr ain't doing nothing. We're going to dive into Steve that Kerr. then. That's yeah, we'll talk to it later. Because I, I disagree. Kerr, Steve Kerr, like, that's just like we're, we're so quick to throw – Cam Newton under the bus, like if he's irrelevant and has no say in this thing, but yet we're willing to give a guy that don't know shit about what he's talking about that coaches basketball all the praise when he when he mentions something out of his fucking realm. That is what I don't get. Make it make sense to me. Cam yeah. Newton is a dude that's played it, won it, done it. Kimberly Martin's going to call him out as if he's in the basement with mama? Get the fuck out of here. But Steve Kerr can say whatever he wants. Hell no, nah, I'm not with it. We're going to dive into that later. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I got some comments to add to that. But uh, moving on, man. So Joe Flacco, the Browns' Joe Flacco, could basically win $4 million. He could earn $4 million the rest of the season, man. So check out this breakdown. If he He's set to make $75,000 for each of the remaining four regular season games, right, if they win. If Cleveland makes the postseason, Flacco could also make two hundred fifty thousand for a wild card win, five hundred thousand for a divisional win, a million dollars for an AFC Championship game win, and two million dollars for a Super Bowl win. Per sources, so I'm gonna be real. I know he ain't making that four million dollars because the Browns ain't making it that far, but he could possibly make it. And maybe JB thinks that the Browns could make it to the Super Bowl. So I guess we'll see. We'll break it down. Um... Jalen Milrow returned to Alabama for a senior season. Um, I'm glad. I mean, the only thing he could do is transfer. He wasn't going to the draft. I mean, that's all basically right. he would do is transfer, which I would love. I, I'm glad he's not transferring. So we're going to dive into that, too. No, for sure, man, for sure. What's good, Sean Smith? I see Sean Smith's in the chat, man. Um, next up, man, Seahawks Geno Smith says he feels really good. And Pete Carroll is excited. Okay. Is the Seahawks going to come back to Seahawks of last year? Or the Seahawks that JB predicted? I don't know. We're going to find out. We're going to see. Vikings ruled out running back Madison and moved Dobbs to QB3. What has happened to the Dobbs experiment, dog? I'm trying to figure out. Why is he just falling off the radar? He hasn't really played since he was through that one four pick game i'm like damn is that enough to really do all this after all the good he did and just his first two starts i'm trying to figure out how he went from god to the devil basically overnight something's going on i wish i knew but we're gonna break it down we are we are man hey leonel leonel messi's 2022 world auction for 7.8 million dollars Seven point eight million for shirts, JB. How much are we charging for the Coach JB shirts and, and all the shirts that we sell? We, we need to upcharge like a, a bit dub. more, like a dub. We need to put another thousand on that shirt, JB. Jeez, seven point eight million dollars, homie. Like that. There's just certain people, like him, The Rock. Like there's certain people out there. 
um, that just sell anything. That bath water, like there's just certain people that could sell anything. Um, we're gonna dive into it though. Uh, Washington's QB Dylan Morris is going to transfer. He's entered the portal, but he's going to play in the bowl game against Texas, or at least be available as a backup quarterback in the same game that Malik Murphy will not play in because he's entering the portal and using the excuse of, I need to get to a new school. Well, so does this kid, Dylan Morris, Big Smitty. Why is he going to stay and play? That is the issue I have with the whole Malik Murphy thing. We broke it down yesterday or the other day. Uh, this is just like perfect segue. Like this came to perfect timing. Like, why is this kid all right with staying? He's got to go through the same portal you got to go through, Malik Murphy. Um, by the way, you can enter the portal and still play. You can enter the portal and still be attached to that academic institution. So I'm trying to figure out why Malik Murphy thinks because he don't really care. And, and we're going to break that down. Yes, we are, man. Yes, we are, man. We got some real happy, exciting news, man. The legend himself, man. Dick, Dick Vitale is officially cancer-free, man. The blood work show. No cancer is in his system, man. I just want to shout him out, man. He's a legend. And, uh, I mean, he's good for, 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 for the sports, for the world. And it's good to just hear some positive news on this free game Friday, man. He's cancer-free. His blood looks as good as Coach JV's blood looks. Nah, my, I got the best blood in America. We already know that. Dick Vitale, <laughs> shout out to Dick. I've had a bu bunch of family members have it. My dad died of it. I get it. Great job from him. Um, his blood work did show up yesterday. They announced cancer-free. Bill's safety, Jordan Poyer's life was wrecked with alcoholism, anxiety, and depression. Nearly lost his life, Big Smitty, and his family. And now he owes it all. To Aaron Rodgers and the Hiawaska, whatever that is, whatever he does, Aaron Rodgers said, you need to go to the dark box, three days, go smoke, you're high as fuck. I call bullshit. We're going to break it down. <coughs> he said, go smoke, get high as fuck. Uh, hey, ain't no point in him lying, but uh, we're we going to dive into that, man. Moving on, man. Derek Carr, Coach JB's favorite quarterback and favorite player in the NFL, Dressed up and plays Santa. Thanks, I don't know if he dressed up, but he plays Santa by giving Chris Olave and Rashisha Heed Rolexes for Christmas while the other receivers got diamond chains, man. And the O-line got the chest of steaks with grills, man. Shout out to Carr. This is how you take care of your players, your teammates. I know you don't like them, but this is a this is a leader. This is a big-time move right here, JB. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Come on now. I had to say about this. So my White House get diamond chains and my O-line get stakes that might spoil. We'll say spoil in the South. And some fucking barbecue grills. Bro, he knows he they, knows what his room like, wants. He like knows fronts? what his some gold grill, gold fronts. No, are they gold grills. fronts? Like you. <laughs> he got them motherfuckers grills some goddamn. Like he got him some Coleman fucking charcoal grills and some steaks that gotta thaw out. 
JB, you and love you a nice grill. You, you think O-line yes, happy about JB, that? You love a nice grill. You buy a new grill every three months. So like, you you're a the nice perfect grill, person to dog. understand that. You can buy him a nice grill. A nice grill is installed permanently in your backyard in the island. He got him a bunch of Coleman's and some steaks. I hear you, man. I just think an old line is a good ass gift from an old line. You know, shout out to Tucker, out to Trav, Tucker man. Trav, man. Tucker Trav, San Diego's. Who's the Jackrabbits? San Diego is that, um, is that Arena? San Diego is that SDSU? That's San, San Diego, San Diego, Diego State University. University. Is that USD? San I don't Diego know who State the fuck Jackrabbits are. South Dakota. South Dakota, oh, South Dakota. My fault. We tripping like Scotty. Nah, it ain't your fault. It ain't your fault. <laughs> SDSU is San Diego State University, homie. Right. We're I know Cali. I'm like- <laughs> We're in Cali, dog. Shout out to you for dropping that dime, that $50 piece for us, man. You're a real one. You must you must drill oil or something in South Dakota. All the money's out there. Nobody knows about it. They fly balloons over the country. They, they fly balloons. They don't shoot them down over South Dakota. Hey, Biden loves South Dakota. The money, China. So, hey, shout out to South Dakota and all, and all you guys. Um, South Dakota State. Uh, Jackrabbits, are they? I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Shout out to Tucker. They throwing uh, bread, boy. They throwing money here today. We got 50. We got 20. We, we got $100, man. Man, I wish we could hear you because your internet is horrific. Um, we can't hear you, though. That's we need money to get new internet for Big Smitty because it's horrific. Um, Tyreek Hill gets served with two paternity suits, Big Smitty. Um, God damn. Like, you can't, you can't get out your own way. Sometimes this motherfucker just is who he is and not who he says he is. But we start. We we got to stop taking that shit. I'm tired of hearing motherfuckers make excuses and apologize. It is who you are, homie. And I know. I remember, I missed him by a year at Garden City. I know coaches who coached him before he went to Oklahoma State. He was at Garden City JUCO, where I took over. Um, Shitbird is the least. Uh, is probably the nicest thing I could say about the kid from everything that I know. But it is what it is. We'll get. We'll dive into that in a minute. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure, man. He is balling on the field, though, I will say that. Off the field, he might be he tripping. I told you, shitbirds are the best, Smitty. Shitbirds are the best players. Hey, he he, he going to be a Hall of Famer on that field, so, you know, it's kind of you got to deal with it. But uh, it is college football, uh, bowl season, or bowl weekend, excuse me, Marital, we got the Marital, is it Marital or Myrtle? Myrtle or Myrtle? Myrtle Beach, yeah. We got, we got the Myrtle <laughs> Beach Bowl, man, Georgia Southern versus Ohio the cricket celebration bowl howard versus florida a&m we got we got the rnl carriers new orleans bowl jacksonville state versus louisiana the avocados from mexico cure bowl that's miami of ohio versus appalachian state we got was it is letty new mexico bowl that's new mexico state versus fresno state we got the la bowl as you see la versus boise and then we got the radiance technologies independence bowl cal versus texas tech man so Woo! <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? What's the last one? What I say? Let me read it again. It said, "Um, the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl." Now there's other games on, isn't there? That's all the ones I read. 
Who is it? Who's the game? The uh, Cal and Texas Tech for that Radiance Technologies. Radiance Technologies. God damn. Yeah, yeah. Jason Taylor, shout out to you. 22 months strong. Much love to you. Um, yeah, we got uh, we got a lot to discuss, but I'm gonna start off with the grant, Big Smitty. I'm gonna start off with a little rant, and uh, that rant, shit, we froze up. We is frozen. Um. Damn, we're frozen. Fuck. I'll be right back, uh, TikTok. We're frozen, I guess, man. So look, uh, I'm frozen. I'm gonna have to restart this thing on my end. If Smitty's still there, then hopefully he can stay in. Um, but my shit is frozen. So we'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. We'll go to commercial. We'll be right back. The the change the game don't change for me. I'm a I'm I live in the trench and I always have. So yeah. the only thing that I can't do really is high low. So, it what it since I have this problem all the time. We talk about it all the time. Why is my brain and neck and shoulders not as important as the skill players? And then why are they? What what is with the pussification of the skill players? But then we glorify the physicality of the big guys. Why do we have this double standard in the National Football League where it's like a triple standard? You have rules for the quarterback. Where he's like treated like a punter. If you touch him or blow on him, he falls over. I wonder how quarterbacks feel about them being called punters. You have rules for the skill players. Like the running back can't lower his head to use it as a weapon. And neither can the safety. But the guard can. And the fullback can. ISOing a mic. So the it's impossible to abide by all these rules. Because number one, I don't think the players know all of them. And they're always changing the fucking goalposts. They're moving the goalposts all over the damn field. You wonder and, why we're not wrapping up anymore, Matt? We're just fucking throwing our head in there? Well, that that's the thing is they, instead of trying to tackle people and not trying to shoulder lead and blow people up, and... All right, you hear me now? Yeah, can you hear me? Like, what's going on? So I know my signal's messed up, but that wasn't just my signal. That was the whole, the everything. Yeah, I, no I have no idea, dog. We got to get in person, Jamie, for real. I know we keep saying that. We got to really get in person, though. It's just getting annoying almost. Yeah, my shit just froze up. Um, everything just froze up. It had to be my computer on that one, but I, I don't know. I guess we they heard us still. Um, all right, so we're back. Let me uh D Jones. Hey, we the realest show on planet Earth, man. Good, bad, happy, sad, like whatever you see is what you get. We ain't gonna we ain't gonna try to sugarcoat none and make it, you know, make it all shiny. No, we're gonna it's raw and uncut. If the if the internet's fucked up, you're gonna see it. If, if me and JB, we get mad at each other, we start cussing each other out, you're going to hear it. This the real show on Planet Earth, man. You want that fake stuff, go somewhere else, player. <laughs> hey, we got we got hacked, I think, probably by TikTokers. But we're back. We're back. We're back. Uh, short, fat, skinny, white, and black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got that spectrum. Now, I don't got spectrum, dog. I got the fucking frontier. 
But yeah, I'm gonna start with the morning rant real quick. Um, Joe Burrow, there was a tweet last night. There was a Burrow versus Herbert debate. Please let's end this for once and for all. Somebody said, take note of the Chargers offense without Justin Herbert. Then take note of the Bengals without Burrow. It really isn't close. Herbert is way better player. <laughs> That's a la- This is a very lazy take, a very lazy tweet, honestly. Irresponsible reporter. That's yeah. what we have. We have these irresponsible reporters. That is why I'm glad that Cam Newton is standing on business. Yep. And he is like, fuck it. I'm standing down. I'm standing on my business and telling all you motherfuckers to shut up. He told Kimberly Martin, and we got a video for it. He's standing on business. He's basically saying, I can't talk, but y'all can, who never played ever. Uh, I'm so tired of these people. I've been on this shit for months, uh, or years, actually, about these cats that never played. Matt and I had an argument about it. Like I just can't give you the same credit. Uh, of a same person that played. Like, I can't sit up there and look at Kimberly Scott or, or Kimberly Martin and then look at Bart Scott and sit there and say, okay, Kimberly, you won. <laughs> no, right. can't. It is what it is. I respect people in the business. Like, I respect, there's a lot of great female uh, analysts and, and reporters, sideline reporters. But, like, let's be honest, Matt and I break it down all the time. Like, if they didn't have big old cleavages out and nice, pretty, pretty Let's be real. They they wouldn't have the job. And unfortunately, that is just the nature of the beast. But if I say it, I'm canceled. It is what it is. Like I said, I love there's a lot of women. I know a lot of women in the business, but they'll tell you straight out the real ones. Dog. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you this too, though. The answer is it's not just the women though. Like there's a lot of men who didn't oh, play ball. Lot, a lot. lot of men who didn't play ball either. So it's not even a woman thing. It's just it's just a both sides. And my thing, because I'm in the business, obviously I work I work with these with these with these people, you know, on the daily. I don't I don't have a problem with you not playing the sport, but doing your homework and, and enough to where you have knowledge of the game and speaking on it. But at the same time, don't discredit somebody who literally played it. That's the problem. That's where you draw the line. Like you're I'm disrespectful not... as shit, Kimberly Martin. You're disrespectful right. as shit, L. Duncan. You two are the most ir- disrespectful, mean at times. Those three right there. There's another one too, Sarah Spain, who who doesn't like me. I got all of them, by the way, on DM. They they hate me. You know, um, a lot of people don't like you, JB. Yeah, I know. But those women right there, though, because I said certain things, they like. It's like, hold on, dog. You guys like have no merit in this, no skin in the game, nothing. And it's crazy how you really stand on your business like you do. That's the crazy part. To me, I get secondhand embarrassment when they try to tell a Cam Newton that he shouldn't talk. You really said that? Like, you shouldn't talk? Kimberly Martin, you really said that shit? You were the worst fucking person on TV in Washington, D.C. for years. You weren't even the third anchor. And you got a job at ESPN overnight like this. I'm like, what'd she do? But look, I'm not going to be rude and disrespectful. I don't know what she did or how she moved up. Kudos to her. Kudos to her. But at the same time, you got to stay in your lane, dog. Like, sometimes we got to stay in our lane, homie, and talk about what we know. Like, I don't know, man. People don't want to say it, though. Like, I wish I could just start to show up and just, you and me, Mm -hmm. get on here, you and I. Start talking about Mac makeup. Fuck it. Let's break down Mac makeup. Big Smitty, no. You're blushing. You got to put whatever they call it, blush or flush or whatever. Put that shit on right here. 
Smitty, put that shit right here, Smitty, because uh, it's not right. You got a glare. You got a glare, big Smitty. Like, you imagine, but nobody ever says that shit. Like, I got to counter you, though, JB. I got to counter you because, again, like, just because you didn't play the sport don't mean that you don't have the knowledge about said sport. And, again, this, to me, it's not, like, not even like a sex thing because, again, there are men who fucking ain't never played basketball or football, or if they did play, it was fucking over seven years old, and everybody got a trophy. Like, there's trust me, and this, and, and you know this on both sides of people who never played the game. So, what's, to me, it's not, it's not just a women thing. Like, just because you're a man, you don't know football. That's just a fact. And just because you're a woman, don't mean you don't know football. I think it's about the work that you put in to obtain the knowledge. My only, my only problem with what Kimberly said. Uh, Kimberly said she was attacking Cam Newton, and I don't know if you guys saw Cam's rebuttal. He had an amazing video, I think. I think today, but she attacked Cam Newton, him the person, because of his last yeah. few years in the league yeah. wasn't yeah. that good. You have no merit yeah. to say that, and that's very disrespectful to say that to a guy who was a Heisman Trophy winner, an MVP, a guy who led a team to be fifteen to one, went yeah. to the Super Bowl, and a guy who played in the league for a very long time, and he's one of the best players of my generation as far as overall football players like NFL college combination combined so if if you if she would have came on that show and said I disagree with what he said and here's why perfectly fine because I said on the show I said listen I, I didn't necessarily agree with the names that he listed in his um you know uh, uh his list with the QBs like he, he threw out Dak I don't think Dak is a guy who's uh just some average quarterback this year. I think he's MVP level, a guy who's actually a game changer. So like, it's cool to disagree with what he said, but when you're actually attacking the person and saying like, basically you're, you're just like a guy in my basement who's in his mind, like what Cam Newton? Like, did, did you forget that quick? Like to me, yeah, that actually, did, homie. and that's why I don't agree yeah, with yeah. you on the far part that you can know if you didn't play. I don't believe you can know. I really don't. I'm totally against what you're saying as far as that goes. Matt and I have had full-out argument, yellings, conversations about this. I go to this argument, which you cannot call me a hypocrite or anything like that because I've come out on this show and said, Mike Leach, as great as he was, would have been better if he would have played the game. If he would have been in those intimate setting locker room uh, during his playing days instead of a lawyer in a lawsuit in a room doing law degree stuff. That is my personal opinion. It is what it is. Charlie Weiss didn't play the game. There are nuances that you know, and I know, Smitty, of being in this profession as a player that AP is using right now as a coach that is helping him get over the lack of experience as a coach. The playing side has helped him. And if you sit here and tell me that I'm wrong, you're full of shit. Cause not you, but I'm just yeah. saying, period. People don't realize that the playing side of this, it is it's real simple. Like I don't understand. So I can hire a guy from Walmart who's been bagging groceries. And on the second day of the job, he is now the mechanic at Walmart. And I'm fully confident that he's going to replace my transmission. No, but that example isn't good because again, just like these guys are are people who fucking been was GAs where where it was a, like uh, I'm I'm sorry, going back to the report, these are these are people who went to got their degrees, who 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 studied the game, who watched the game, who understands like the landscape. Like just because I wasn't actually 
playing the sport doesn't mean I wasn't a fanatic and a huge fan of the game. A guy who's you're, studied you're something is, is, is what I'm saying. You know, what I'm saying? Now, there are the, the nuances that, that you don't know. I agree yeah, with that. Guys that got their journalism degrees who come out here and like Lewis Riddick, fucking unbelievable. We have the same agent, played the game, been a GM, been a fucking like high level fucking person in this profession. Anybody that don't understand what he says on a game when he calls it has absolutely nothing. You know nothing about the sport. And people I see criticize him all the time, and I'm sitting there like, he's not most, most he's probably the most level-headed dude of all of them. He never gets too high. He never gets too low. Like, but people question him all the time, Big Smitty, but we don't question fucking Sarah Spain and Kimberly Martin and fucking L. Duncan? Like, you're questioning fucking Lewis Riddick? Like, this is going to the coaching world. It is equivalent to me for a guy that got his doctor doctorate degree but has never performed, or is an MD, for instance, but has never performed a surgery yet. And I'm his first one. Like, I gotta, I don't know, I'm gonna wait on this one, homie. I, get you some, get you some cuts in first. Get you some cuts before you cut on my motherfucking ass. It's still a hands-on base life we live, dog. It is hands-on experience base. I don't give a fuck how many degrees you got. I don't give a fuck how good a journalism you are. If you ain't played the game and been in that locker room and understand the emotional side. I don't give a fuck how many journalistic degrees you have, Big Smitty. You'll never understand what we went through as brothers in a locker room during the highs and the lows. And either did Mike Leach or fucking Charlie Weiss. And I'm sorry. It is what it is. I love Mike Leach. But, I knew but, him very but, well. But can, but can somebody sit down with JB, sit down with, with, with Lewis Reddick, sit down with Big Smitty and 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 learn from us and talk of these journeys they go in the, these journeys they go in locker rooms post game and they get the raw emotion they talk to these players, these players uh pre-game again listen i'm not saying it's exactly the same i understand what you're saying i just disagree on the line that like if you just didn't play you can't you, you don't say shit about it like ah that's, that's a little i didn't say don't say shit about stretch it. me and you I, talk I, about I, basketball we ain't, we ain't play basketball no high fucking level neither one of us did that's not our main sport you might have hooped in high school but like come on bro everybody like that's that ain't no, we no high level. Not, but hold up, though. I'm not going out here and, and telling you that Matt Barnes is wrong on his analysis. Right. That's no, again, we agree on that. Yeah, don't say that no, was stupid. That's, that's the difference, homie. That's yeah. what we're arguing about right now. Kimberly Martin is going to sit here and tell Cam Newton he's wrong. And no, I, I agree with you on that. I agree that's with you. That's the on same that. thing with Mike Leeds and fucking Charlie Weiss, homie. If you ain't never been in a battlefield or made an adjustment as a player and understand that. This guy over here is upset right now at the coach because of his playing reps. And this guy right here is upset because you're forcing him to play and he's been hurt all week. And this guy right here missed a practice but played, started the game. And this guy next to him is like, he's been in practice every goddamn day and he's not starting. What's going on here? It's politics. All that is what I'm trying to point out, that you don't have no clue about that if you didn't play this game in that locker room. So, like... That is what I don't – that's what I, my point is. I don't agree with guys and girls and people that come out here and just because they have a journalistic degree tell me that they know more. I don't give a – dog, I, there's a lot of degrees I have. I couldn't tell you anything about fucking 
all that other shit that I learned in class. I learned more hands-on experience-based shit that I could touch. That's tangible. That like, you're telling me that Kimberly Martin knows how to go into a fucking house and recruit. Like, I'm just saying though, like, this is what we're listening to. And and I just, I'm just kind of tired of it. Like people got to understand there's people that understand it that didn't play. I get it, but it's more statistical based. It's more analytical based. It's more, this is what the numbers say. This is what I do. So it's not a, and you're looking at it like Cam Newton's looking at it like, what the fuck are you talking about? You have no clue what I'm even discussing. And I can't even really argue with you, Smitty, is what Cam Newton's thinking in his head. He's like, I can't really argue with you. I'm already in a hole because you're a female. You're protected. Let's just be real. I'm going to be the guy they call misogynistic or uh, an asshole, sexist, blah, blah, blah. You're not. I ain't heard Cam. Why has Kimberly Martin not been called sexist? I hear, I mean, she's been called a lot of stuff. I don't know if she's been called sexist. I, I'm just saying, though. I don't see people it. Are, people are on her neck on social media. I would do want to yeah, say that. It's, 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 saying, it's not like she just getting some right. pass and everybody's agreeing with her. Like, yeah. people are going at her well, for sure on social let's, media. Let's, so. let's dive into that. We'll dive into that in a minute. Let me get yeah. to my, Her- my Herbert and Burrow debate rant real quick. Uh, I got to settle this real quick because everyone's coming out here talking about Herbert is much better because Browning looks like nothing's missed a beat. First of all, I can say Zach Taylor is just much better than Kellen Moore and a dysfunctional Brandon Staley-led organization. Let's start right there. Mm-hmm. Herbert's not even sniffed the Super Bowl. Herbert sniffed two, been to one. Should have won one. <laughs> um has been lights out for basically his entire career after winning in uh, you know a natty. I'm trying to figure out how Herbert is better. They both have some injuries lately. They've both been hurt. Herbert nowhere near is as clutch down the stretch as Burrow is. And the flip side, devil's advocate side of this whole thing is, well, let's just be honest too. The quarterback last night, by the way, who was it? Zachman Zach, Zachman yeah. Stick, Zachman stick, stick. stick. Yeah, Stick was the last name. I almost forgot. He threw. He threw for two sixty and three tuds. Now he yeah, threw a pick. but it, it on, was late. I know, I know, I know. But he <laughs> threw a pick. But that's exactly what Herbert's been doing all year. <laughs> like there was no huge drop off. Uh, the game was twenty one nothing, Smitty. It wasn't all Stick's fault. So, Watson Stick, Wasting Stick, whatever his name is, it wasn't all his fault. All I'm saying is it wasn't like he came out here and just threw fucking pick after pick after pick. He threw some picks, of course, but they're down 21 nothing like this, Big Smitty, because their offensive fumbled four fucking times and lost three of them. Yeah. How is that all Stick's fault? So I'm not defending Stick. He looked bad. But listen, look at the team. Look at that team. Look at they that gave up. That team was giving up. You, you have a quarterback's first start on a team that's – Gave up in the NFL against a Max Crosby and a fucking, you kidding me? I got a fucking, I'm supposed to look good? <laughs> so look, we know the kid has a long way to go. I, I I was impressed with a few throws he made, by the way, though, even though it was in shitty time, garbage time. At the end of the day, though, he still made NFL throws. But Herbert has done nothing in any meaningful games. He has all the talent. We've seen the arm. We've seen the, the great 
balls and throws he makes. We've seen all this, but he's done nothing in the games that matter, and he hasn't won a playoff game up 27 nothing last year, I believe. Now, you can blame the coach. You can blame whatever. Bottom line is the quarterback, unfortunately, as you and I both discuss on this show, they ultimately get the wins and losses attached to their name. So whether you call wins and losses a quarterback stat or not, I call it a quarterback stat. And at the end of the day, if Matt Ryan would have won that Super Bowl, Big Smitty, up 28-3 on New England, Mm -hmm. you'd be talking about Matt Ryan in a whole nother light. You'd be talking about Matt Ryan like Matthew Stafford and Aaron Rodgers. You'd be talking about him in a whole nother light. Keep it funky. Keep it real. Matt Ryan would be considered a whole nother quarterback right now. So don't tell me wins and losses don't attach to quarterbacks' stats. They do because quarterbacks change. Eli Manning has two Super Bowls. If he didn't have any, you wouldn't have, you would be burying Eli Manning. You'd be calling Eli Manning the most garbage, overrated quarterback of all time. But instead, he's a one percenter. Yep. Eli Manning is a one percenter. And by the way, he won against Tom Brady twice. So you could say what you want to say. Wins and losses are 1,000% attached to quarterbacks' stats. And Burrow and the Herbert debate. You can argue the more more talented guy. You can argue all the shit you want. At the end of the day, these are two completely different teams going in two completely different ways. And one team has way better wideouts in Cincinnati. The other team has had a hurt Allen, a hurt Mike Williams every single year. Mike Williams is hurt. Not even hurt. He's injured. He's out every year. Got to get rid of that guy. I love Mike Williams, too. Love him. Yeah, he's a beast, but he just always hurt. He's, he's so good, that, too. It sucks. He's really he's good, hurting, man. hurting that program and that organization. <clears throat> well, first of all, you got to start at the top. But I'm just saying, Burrow-Herbert debate is really a – it's really an ignorant one, in my opinion. It, it just – you can't debate it. There's two ultra-uber-talented quarterbacks that are going in direct, different directions on completely different organizations. And you can argue, talent-wise, they're both real close, roster-wise. Roster-wise, Chargers have a fucking unbelievable roster. There's no way you give up 63 last night. Now, their defense didn't give up 63, but people are going to say that because they don't know. They're Twitter finger guys. Right. 21 points from or uh, scored on them on defense. <laughs> so, like, 21 points, tell me. A scoop score fumble, pick six, another pick. Like, they fumbled four times in the first half and lost three of them. Crazy. You're not giving a rookie quarterback's first start a hell of an opportunity to have success in that game, just so we're clear. But everybody on Twitter is just blasting the the stick kid on Twitter like he's been – like this motherfucker's not a seven-year vet, homie, that's been starting in many in games. This guy's first start. This is his first piece of pussy, Big Smitty. He nervous as a ch- whore in church. Like, then you got a team that quit on him? What? With no wideout, no number one. You got Palmer as your number one. Come on, man. That's the bigger issue, man. They quit. We saw that from the first snap, man. These guys quit. So there's no way they were gonna win that game, man. Like the their heart was not in it. It was a video or something they were showing. Like it was doing like a, uh, it was a break in the game or something. I don't know. Where they were just the camera was going around showing the Charger sideline. Everybody's facial expressions. Everybody was just like. Their soul was just sucked out of their body. Pause. Like it was crazy how you just did not see any excitement, any like 
any want for to, to be on that field. They want the season to be over with. They're thinking about their vacation and getting the vacation plans going. You know, and, and it's a wrap, man. Like I said, they should have fired Brandon Staley pregame, not halftime before the game. Should have been let go, man, because this is a leadership problem. Even if you're not making a playoff, you should still be able to rally your guys to go out there and put out a good product on the field. I think about Dan Campbell. Uh, was it last year or two seasons ago when they? They, they uh, beat the pack. I think it was, it was last season. They beat Green Bay in the last game of the season and knocked them out the playoffs. And the Lions didn't have a chance to go to the playoffs, but they still wanted to play hard in, for pride, for their, for their last name. You know what I'm saying? And did it see the Chargers with, what, four games left on a schedule or whatever? And you're already giving up? It's it's pathetic. And to me, that's a leadership issue. They're quitting on 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 you, Brandon Stanley. And you, I heard, I, again, he might he could be the smartest guy in the world, man, but he's not a good leader, evidently. And that's why we saw the product product that we saw. So in summation, I say that to say this, let's not point the finger at the 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 young quarterback who finally got his first snaps. Blame the leader, blame the guy who's responsible for this team shitting the bed really the last couple years. You know what I'm saying? Even last year going to the playoffs and letting the Jazz come back. I gotta blame that on you. Like there's something up with this team and it's not talent because we just alluded and, and spoke about it. they have a ton of talent there's something going on from an intangible standpoint that they're lacking and i blame that on the head of the team that's the head coach that's the gm that's all upper management because there's no way in hell this team should be this bad here's the issue the inside of this thing that no one's gonna tell you but from the coach inside of it he has lost the team so bad that see, I've lost games. Our last season, we're two and eight. But I'm cussing dudes out the same way. They're responding the same way. It's a mutual coach player deal. I could yell at them and cuss them out and be like, motherfuckers, y'all quit on me. What the fuck? I don't care for two and eight. Motherfuckers, you're really gonna quit like this and play this way. That is the issue that I have, and that's the coaching insight on this deal. Like, Staley could not cuss out those players last night because he knew he had lost the team. I was 2-8, and eight and I knew I could still cuss out my guys. Matt could be 0-10 right now and still cuss out his guys and get effort from them because they would respect the fact that, okay, this is the guy we're here with. Staley could not cuss those dudes out last night. He would have got fucking mollywopped. They don't give a fuck about what he says anymore. And he knew, and I knew it because if you watch him, he didn't talk to one fucking player on the sideline the entire game. He didn't talk to anyone. And every time he ran in the locker room, did you see how he avoided players and ran by them and never talked to any of them? And nobody wants to talk to him. That is coaching insight 101. You know you've done, you're done when you're sitting there knowing that I can't yell at anybody because if you're yelling means nothing and he knows that. And so good morning, Matt. Good morning. Happy Friday, friends. How are you? We're good. It's Friday, fired up Friday, free game Friday. It is what it is. Uh, We're starting off the show. We're going to go right down the pecking order here. We're starting off with this uh, whole thing. Staley and uh, I don't know how he wasn't fired at halftime. I, I would have set a precedent, but it is what it is. The Spinos never fire anybody, I guess, and that's just staying true because I would figure we'd see it on the ticker by now that he's been let go. It's a 40-minute flight from Vegas to L.A. I'm surprised he wasn't left on the tarmac Lane Kiffin style. Um, I, I, I really am. Um, Bill Belichick, 
this the thumbnail, Big Big Matt. Is he yeah. out after this? And there's rumors already that he's the next Chargers head coach. If we're going to play this assumption game, I would assume that Jim Harbaugh is the next coach for the San, for the L.A. Chargers, and that is just something that I'm hearing that is could be very well be true. Um, he has developed quarterback after quarterback from every level, Big Smitty, Big Matt, from University of San Diego where he went 10-0 and on a non-scholarship FCS to Stanford to the 49ers in Kaepernick to a Super Bowl with a, a, a five-minute power delay away from winning a Super Bowl. And now you are doing what you're doing with a really undervalued quarterback in Michigan. Um, I think he's perfect for Justin Herbert. I think he's the best fit possible in, 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 in L.A. I agree. I, I think that Harbaugh is a better fit than Belichick. I look. I think Robert Kraft should sit back and reevaluate what he's doing. I don't Me think too. that. I don't think that firing Bill Belichick or parting ways mutually is smart. I think it's ridiculous. If you give this man a quarterback, that's a playoff team. Their defense is outstanding. Their offensive line is not a problem. Their quarterback play is atrocious. Although the well, Zappy their kid, weapons are atrocious. And their their offensive skill players are atrocious. I agree. They, they look Stevenson's a good back. You can find a good running back, but their receivers and their quarterback play is terrible. Their tight ends and their backs are pretty good. Their back, their offensive line is not very is not bad. The uh, you know, the 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 defense is pretty damn good. They are fly around, they've held multiple teams under 10 points. When I look at everything that's going on with with the Patriots, it reminds me of last year's Bronco team. Like mm. losing at Baltimore 10 to 9, losing 15 to 13, losing 12 to 9, losing 7 to 6. Like they lost 6 to nothing to the fucking Chargers. Like they they have a ton of of potential, but they also have they also have the best head coach in the history of professional football. A guy who's done it everywhere from an assistant to to the head man and on top but one thing you have to understand is he did it with lawrence taylor with the giants and he did it with tom brady with the patriots so he did it with the best defensive player ever and he did it with the best offensive player ever and he got him nine rings and god knows how many super bowl appearances right so all that said i feel that if i'm robert Kraft and i'm looking at this from the patriots perspective the biggest knock on the patriots and Robert Kraft is allowing Tom Brady to go to Tampa Bay and thinking that he was done. So they let him go to Tampa Bay, and all of a sudden that discredited the – how many fucking Super Bowls did they go to in New England? Nine? They won six, he won, yeah. won six and went to nine, right, or eight? I, I think so, he yeah, eight or nine, nine. yeah. Like, this is what I'm talking about. We don't even know how many he's been to because he's right. been to so many. So I think he's been to ten. He's won seven. He won six with New England. So – the worst thing possible was what for Tampa Bay or for New England fans and for the, you know, the, the, the folks up there in, in the Haba, they had to watch Tom Brady win somewhere else. And then they have this conversation in, in town and all over fucking everywhere of who's better, Belichick or Brady, when it should be, they, they're unified. Like this, this is, we're together on this shit. Like they should be synced up. So if, if Belichick's going for the win record here with Don Shula, why would you allow him to go win the win record with the fucking Chargers? 
Like, don't you want that sign at home? Don't you, like, find a – look, they have the number two pick right now. I think New England is going to win some games at the end of the year. Zappy's not a bad player. He'll be their backup moving forward. The the Broncos and the and the Patriots play in Denver on Christmas Eve. That game scares the absolute shit out of me as a Bronco fan because Bill Belichick would like nothing more than to come in here and steal Christmas to be the Grinch and just screw everything up. And their defense is good enough to beat anybody anywhere if they can get twenty points. That's a big I, if, though, man. It's a huge if. Huge if. It's a huge if. No one's saying it's not. But it's only a huge if this year. If they go and find a quarterback, they get Caleb Williams or Drake Mayer, one of these guys that can actually play the position at a high level, and they identify this correctly, I think that they have an opportunity in the worst division in the AFC, and it's been notoriously the worst division. There's better now, but the whole time Tom Brady ran that division in the AFC East was a goddamn shit show, and I know I played in it. I played with the Jets and the Dolphins at the same time that he was in it. We won when I was with the Dolphins in 08. We won the we won the East, and Tom Brady didn't play. That was the year that he got rolled up on by oh, yeah. like Bernard Pollard or somebody hit him in the knee. Game and one. the Brady rule. And then Matt Castle came in and threw for four thousand yards. They went eleven and five, bro, and didn't make the playoffs. I we went five and had the tiebreaker and won the division. And all our uh, our like prize for winning the division was the goddamn Ravens. And they fucked us up proper, bro. Like, I'm telling you, we tried to run Wildcat the first play, and, they, and Ray Lewis was like, so left! And Haloti Nana spiked, and Terrell Suggs is coming, and Ed Reed rolls over the top, and I'm just like, we're fucked. We lost 30-3. So, what I'm saying is, that like a full, full circle on this, why, if you're the Patriots, would you want Bill Belichick to go get the wins record in the Charger uniform? Like, you want him to do it in a charger hat and a charger hoodie? I mean, does that does that mean anything to you too? Because I think it means a lot to me. I like my favorite player ever is John Elway. I love the fact that he was he only wore orange and blue his whole career. And I know that's super rare and it doesn't really happen that much anymore. But with Bill Belichick, what is he 15 wins away? I'm not sure. 15, maybe I'm not yeah, sure. He's not, he's like, he's he's, got a, he needs a season or a season and a half. Or season and a half. So if he, if they win 10 games next year, it then the year after he's on pace to like win to get the wins record, right? Yeah, something like so, that. So I don't know, man. I think that it New England of all places where they build, where they don't panic, where they consistently have been good, don't fall on hard times. It's not like they were terrible. They just made the playoffs with Mac Jones bitch ass two years ago. Yeah. Last year they struggled and they weren't competitive, but they weren't awful. And this year they just they had a long streak at the beginning of the season where they couldn't score points or figure out the quarterback position. I don't see how that's a fireable offense for a guy like Bill Belichick of all people. If it was a different coach, if it was Bill O'Brien, fire this motherfucker. But if we're talking about Bill Belichick of all people, nah, man. Like they, I, they might they might want to pump those brakes because letting him go somewhere else with another quarterback. But all the every Patriot fan is just going to sit there and be like, "What could he have done with Drake May? Drake May and fucking Justin Herbert are the same guy." Yeah, my my boy is the O line coach there, man. One of my best friends growing up with Adrian Clem. Um, he's there. He played he's there. A good coach too, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> grew up same neighborhood. He uh, I think they want to move him to the 
upper GM office. Like, I think they want to keep him, but be a GM. And I don't know if going to go for that. But, but Bill's the GM right now, and we talked, and Matt talked about how bad the weapons are and the quarterback is, and we we have but, no choice but to blame Bill on that because he is the GM. We have to. I, you I know. agree, but I think that like maybe, and I don't know, maybe I'm crazy when I say this, but they've been bringing in weapons like they still have Tom Brady. You know, right. they yeah, spent yeah, yeah. a lot of money on Hunter Henry, and they got Mike Desecki. They're trying to like reinvent the Gronkowski, you know, eighty-one stuff, and like you know all that. I'm not saying that dude's fucking name, like I, all that bullshit. That they're trying to like they're trying to Tom Brady this bitch with Mac Jones, and it, in my opinion, they need to. This is what Belichick needs to do. Belichick needs to go hands off on the offense. And hire a Joe Brady or hire a, like a, a an, an independent thinker that can run the offense. Yes, and then Bill just go run the defense, run the personnel. But then, when the offensive guys come up to you and say, "We want you to draft this receiver," you got to listen to him at this point. And that that might be the biggest problem and why he has to move on is because he doesn't feel like he needs to listen to anybody. And as a leader, bro. You know, as a as an owner of businesses or a, you know a leader on the field, if you don't listen to your people, why are they there? So yeah. I don't know. It, Don Shula. I don't know. I'm split, man. I'm my, split. my father gave me Don Shula's little book of coaching for Christmas when I was 16 years old, and I still have yeah. it sitting on my desk at the at the gym. Mm. And I read it all the time, and my favorite passage out of it is very plainly. Your plan isn't worth a damn if you can't change it. Yeah. So I would say to Bill Belichick right now, brother, you've got 20 wins and you're the all-time leader in wins in the NFL in NFL history. And ain't nobody catching that. Like, no. that's one of those fucking like that's one of those those records where you're like, I don't know if anybody's gonna get that one. It's like the Jerry Rice record. Al Ripken, Brett Favre. That's just, those, those. the the era that we live in. I don't know if it's gonna be feasible. So yeah. I would think that the Patriots would want that from start to finish. And I know he did a bunch of wins with Cleveland too, and not a bunch, but a, a couple. But to end it, the playoffs, and in, in, to end that's true. That's true. The old dog pound to end it in like L.A. with the Chargers, with a fan base that doesn't give a shit, and like that would be it. Would be so melodramatic, dramatic to me. Like, fuck, dude. If Bill Belichick's going to go somewhere, go back to the Jets. Little, little, hey, little seamless plug right there. Little, <laughs> I like Sala, but as a Jet, if Bill Belichick's available and it's like Aaron Rodgers is coming back and he's got those defensive players, I, I, Bob Woody Johnson, I'm trying to. I'm sorry, Robert, you got to go, dog. Kick rocks, Bill. Come on in. I know you spurned us once, but damn it, like, can you imagine what that would look like if he went to that's like Elway going to the fucking Raiders? I'm split on this thing because nobody was talking about his GM skills. When they were when he was bringing in all these slow whites and they were winning, like everybody called him a genius in the GM room. They thought well, he thought was a genius by saving money. cap space and saving money and winning with one guy and Randy Moss, but everyone else was a bunch of slow whites. And now he's a shitty GM. It's like, come that. on, man. It's yeah. all about the now. We live in the now. And he hasn't done anything lately, so now he's a shitty GM. But he was a fucking unbelievable one for 20 years, I guess. Well, he Bra- he, when you got Brady, it's a, it's a little easy. Like, yeah. I, I'm not saying no, I'm just saying it just changes things right? when you have Brady. Is all I'm but saying. But he forgot how to so GM, so Brady GM, too, right? 
No, I'm because, saying when you have a when you have a Brady, you don't necessarily need a superstar receiver. Is, is what I'm saying. Well, but when your quarterback out. play drops, you need better you need better weapons around you. Well, time time out. Let's not act like he didn't have first ballot Hall of Fame superstars. He had Randy Moss. He had Wes Welker. He had, Wrong. he had Randy Moss for like four years, dog. Uh, yes. He had Randy Moss for a long time too. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, I, we might want to fact check that, please. That's, but it's definitely not one fucking year. That's I think it was like one and some change, and he all right, uh, look, not look, one look year. I know, I know for a fact. He had Gronk. He had Gronk. He had Gronk. He had eighty-one, who was a hell of a player until he went cuckoo. Hell yeah, two best tight ends and in football at one time. And I'm telling you, if those two would have stayed healthy, or, or those two would have stayed together and healthy, and Hernandez wouldn't have done what he did, but God knows where those two end up as tight end tandem because Gronk, in my opinion, is the best complete tight end in history. Edelman and Welker are two of the best slot receivers to ever play. Welker was undrafted. Edelman's a seventh-round quarterback that they identified at a Kent State. Right. So I'm not going to sit here and say – it's like – you remember two years ago when they drafted Colin Strong in the second round and everybody started laughing about it? Yeah. Well, Colin Strong has now walked in. I think that's his name, Colin. But his last name's definitely Strong. I'm bad with names. Hey, that kid's walked in and started every single fucking game for New England. Like, mm. that's what you want in an offensive one. What are you talking about? How is that a bad pick? So I think that because he does things unconventionally, people in today's NFL, like especially the young heads, they all look at it like, oh, what does this old man know? I, and if I was Belichick, I'd just be flashing two hands of rings, motherfucker. This is what I know. So I, I I feel that if you give him a quarterback that's competent, bro, they were in playoff contention with Cam fucking Newton. Yeah. Don't tell me that they can't win with good quarterback play. If they get a good quarterback in New England, they get a rookie that can just play within the framework like Max Jones did as a rookie in the framework, made the playoffs. They lost. That's true. They didn't build on it afterwards. Also true. That's on Mac Jones not being able to fucking play the position at a high level and, and like and take the next steps in order to be a great player. If they have the second pick, bro, who would you take there? Assuming that Caleb Williams' bitch ass goes off the, the board at number one, Justin Fields is available by trade. Drake May, Michael Penix, you got fucking Bo Nix. I think Bo Nix is going to be a hell of a pro. I really like Matt Hartman, I think, is going to be a good Hartman, pro. that bearded fucking freak that looks like Dan Fouts, <laughs> probably fucks like Dan Fouts, has got a beard. That motherfucker wears his own bone around his neck. That's yeah, the toughest in the fucking league. He'll never smile either. Just like yeah, this. How would you smile, dog? He like his. I mean, what the hey, fuck? Hey, here's the thing, though, Matt. You know this better than I do, or better than most. This is what I don't get. Like Smitty's in the world who are poor. Let's get rid of Belichick. Let's get rid, of, and not just Smitty. I'm just saying, there's a lot of Smitties out there, or not a lot of Smitties. There's a lot of people asking for Belichick to go. Only one Smitty. There's yeah. only one Smitty. Gave me one Smitty. Um, <laughs> But there's a lot of people that think like Smitty who are slapdicks and think <laughs> that he needs to go right now. All until that, Matt, Matt, everybody out there thinking like Smitty who wants Belichick gone is all going to come back and say, damn, JB and Matt was right. They should have kept him for a couple more years because who are you going to get? You're going to get another guy that you're going to fire in two years because the guy they hire is going to be on the shortest fucking leash of all time. All time. You don't want Who are you going to hire? You don't want to replace the guy. You don't want to be Brian Hell Lincoln no. and replace John Elway. You don't want to fucking – who's the who, who replaced uh, Peyton Manning? Fucking Luck? 
And oh, in Indy? In Indy, yeah, it was it was Andrew Luck. And we went 11 and 5, 11 and 5, 11 and 5. Yeah. But people in Indianapolis hate him. We do now. Well, some yeah, people you, do now because the way he left. Your fan base, that makes me, it made me lose a ton of respect for the fan base. Like the guy lacerated his liver and shit. He can't play no more. You know? I, yeah, I was disappointed in, in us as well. Right, I'll admit that. Like they should, you're going to boo the guy. Yeah. Back dog and they booed him. Like, fuck all of you. I'd be standing there and Landry Lux way classier than me, but I would have been holding my nuts and a middle finger up. Like, fuck all of you. So. I thought that was really, really dirty. He did put us in a bad spot, though. Just I the timing of when he retired. Horrible spot. I disagree. The Colts didn't build around Andrew Luck. They did the same thing with Peyton Manning. To have two Super Bowl appearances in one line with Peyton fucking Manning, that's on the Colts organization. That nah, listen, I love Peyton Manning, but, bro, that was on Peyton Manning, too, oh, bro. We had a good-ass team for a long-ass fucking they had no, their defense was Peyton's my GOAT, so trust me. I, he's my I love Peyton. So I'm, just, except, I'm not talking shit about Peyton Manning. I'm saying if and I'm not either. You give Peyton Manning to to fucking Bill Belichick, and they may not lose ever. Like, yeah, but like, can, can we be real though? Schmitty, Schmitty. I don't know, real, Matt. Be, be real, be real. With the exception of Robert Mathis and Dwight Franey, their defense was Bob Sanders. god fucking awful forever. Bob Sanders was a great player when he was healthy, but he was he was not healthy enough to actually con- be considered Mathis and Franey for like potential. So when but, you take it with Franey and Matt, you can't sit here and tell me, even the year they won the Super Bowl, they were giving up 250 yards rushing a game. They went and signed Booger McFarlane, and all of a sudden they win a Super Bowl. You get one Super Bowl, one fucking title with Peyton Manning in 15 years, and you don't think that's a failure? No, 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 no. I, trust me, I do. But I'm saying, we, and I hate to do some, my guy, we got to put some blame on the quarterback because Peyton Manning in the play. Hold on, hold on. Please listen, please listen to me. In the playoffs, man, keep it, keep it real. Keep it real. In the playoffs, we did not see the same Peyton Manning that we saw in the regular season. And it happened all the time. All the time. He was having an incredible regular season. He'll throw 49 touchdowns. I was like, oh, my hey, God. We didn't get questions in factor a long time. And then, and yes. So, and, and I, and trust me, he's my favorite quarterback. But when the playoffs came, man, he just kind of he didn't have that Brady. He didn't have that. It was something was something was off. Yeah, and I don't know if he got team. nervous. I don't. It it's was his team. It's the team around him. It's not him. I hear you. It's the team. Like for look, I'm going to use Bronco Peyton Manning perspective. Yeah, the four yeah, years he was here, or five years, whatever he was. When they made the Super Bowl, I thought it was the best offense I've ever seen. Like they scored seven touchdowns against Baltimore to open the season. They were fucking killing people. When they got to the Super Bowl, destroyed. They were totally outcoached and outmaneuvered, and they were out personnel. They didn't have Vaughn; he was hurt. They had a bunch of people out. They hadn't signed Demarcus Ware yet. You know, they still had, they still had a, a defense that wasn't what they had two years later when they won the Super Bowl. I'm just saying, a supported Peyton Manning, like Tom Brady was supported. I know there's this narrative that. Tom Brady had bad players around him. Bro, look at his look at the defensive football teams that Tom Brady had. Top 10 every year. Three Super Bowls. On those three Super Bowl teams where he was the quarterback, he was the ultimate game manager. He was not the reason they were winning. He was the reason they were facilitating. And and like he's the reason that they didn't lose, but he's not the reason they were winning. He had Ted Bruski and Rodney Harrison and Asante Samuel and Dennis and, and Vince Woolfork and Richard Seymour, first ballot Hall of Fame three technique, and Mike fucking Vrabel 
And like they had, dude, bro. Like I, I remember playing them as a rookie on Monday Night Football. And like Chad Brown, my homeboy Chad is playing backup linebacker in like his 14th year for New England at that point. And after the game, they beat the shit out of us on Monday Night Football. And I'm yucking it up with Chad on the field. And I'm just like, bro, like, is the meet like, tell me about the meeting. Was it crazy? And he's like, the knowledge in the room from the players alone is insane. Like, we know what everybody's going to do before they do it. They went and won the Super Bowl again that year. The first three Super Bowls with Tom, he was supported by great defense. Then they went on, like, what, a nine-year stretch where they didn't win shit. Yeah. They lost twice to the Giants. And then they were like, okay, we need to up the offense. So they upped the offense. And all of a sudden, they become an offensive football team. But they still they still relied on the defensive side of the ball from a, from a paramount standpoint because that's what Belichick does. This is how I know that if you just give him a quarterback, if he picks the correct quarterback, and I'm not saying that if he would takes Caleb Williams or Justin Fields, he'll probably try and put him in a box and fuck it up. So I don't know. Maybe Drake May is the guy. But I definitely, wholeheartedly, would not be letting fucking Bill Belichick leave to go hoist the all-time wins record with the Chargers or some shit. By the way, if you want to go do that with them, it may take – 15 years, that fucking franchise is poop. So at what point is it time to let go of a great coach? We understand this history. We understand what he's done. But at, at what point are, are, are we like, okay. Because like, if, if he gets Drake May, there's a good chance he'll have a bad year next year. He's a rookie, right? You know what I mean? He's not going to go win 13 games with a rookie. Well, they went to the playoffs with Mac Jones as, as a rookie. They were the wild card. So um, I, I, I know this is probably unpopular, but I think that – historically great players and head coaches deserve the right to leave on their own. I thought the way the Colts did Peyton Manning was horrible. I thought the way the Patriots did Tom Brady was horrible. They told him they didn't want him. That's why they, that's why he left him free agency. He can't play anymore. We're going to move on. Oh, okay. I'm going to go win another Super Bowl. You know, I thought the, the, you know, the way that certain teams do their aging veterans is just dog shit. Uh, the way the Broncos did Mike Shanahan was awful. The way that the Patriots are going to do Bill Belichick, it's awful. So I know that in a, in this business, it's like, well, it's cutthroat and who gives a shit about the feelings and the emotions. And I'm that way too, to a point. But when you, when you are an all time great, I think that you earn the right to, to kind of walk out on your own terms. Now that's a double-edged sword because you could have a Brett Favre situation where he just won't leave. So, <laughs> right. <that's> like, <laughs> look, man, I don't really think there's out. a right answer. Yeah, like there's not a right answer to the question, but yeah, it's more of an opinion-based question. If that's if that yeah. makes sense, but I definitely I, I don't know, man. I hate the fucking Patriots with a passion. I think they're a bunch Me of cheating fucks, but at the same time, I I know what greatness looks like, and Bill Belichick is that. Period. Hey, let's talk about some college football real quick before you leave today. I gotta get this. I'm, I'm not, I can I can keep talking to you. I can't wait to talk to you all morning. Let's talk. Good. Aww. There's some bowl games tomorrow. Um, oh, we call ooh. them now meaningless ooh. games. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Um, that's how it's kind of gotten. The Myrtle Beach Bowl. Smitty calls it Myrtle Beach. Uh, it's the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Um, <laughs> Georgia Southern versus Ohio. Next. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. Uh, oh, Smitty yeah, and I need to do like a pronunciation ball. We got the, like, cricket this word? <laughs> the cricket celebration ball is Howard versus Florida AM. Next, yes. where's the Mint Mobile Bowl? Um, we got a new sponsor, Big Matt, Mint Mobile. 
Um, yeah, so Deadpool sponsoring your cell phone. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, we're going to try to get a meeting with them and fucking do a movie. Uh, there's what? another game called. What are you going to play? The villain. Uh, a, the I get the AE to come over. The, the evil AE. AE. He'll be the evil evil AE. He's the AE. He's the AE. He's the king of the AEs. He'll, AE. flow, he'll flow in the air. I can't, the women that you find that do this to you, that just, could you find a bigger Miss Piggy? Good God. Oh, they're beautiful too. You'll never know. <laughs> um. All right. So Jackson State. At the end of it makes me want to throw up a little bit. I know because a lot of you may be kissing them. You don't even know. <laughs> um. Jackson State, Raging Cajuns. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to be the truth of bad bear, bad news, but uh, the truth is, y'all back kissing my bitches in the mouth. Um, Jackson State raging Cajuns. Um, do we need to really talk about this? I do want to talk about raging Cajuns in Jackson State for one reason, Matt, and one reason only. The head coach for Jackson State, prominent head coach, been around Michigan. West Virginia, Arizona, Rich Rod. He's done a hell of a job there. Is he the next guy that gets out of the black baldness and gets a, gets a big job next year, maybe? Well, I mean, Rich Rodriguez is a good coach. He's been a lot of places and had a lot of success. He's at Jacksonville State, right? Yeah, Jacksonville. They play uh, Monroe or who they, the Raging Cajun. Who is that? Louisiana Monroe? Louisiana. So Jackson State, they've done, or Jacksonville State's done a really good job. You know, they built that program. He did a good job. Yeah, I mean, if I'm Rich Rod, I might want to stay. Like, at some point as an aging coach, I, I don't I don't know if jumping and trying to convince these mercs to come play for you is, is the right thing. Like, if I'm him, maybe stay there and just enjoy it. Enjoy the flowers and go win 10, 11, 12 games and, like, build it into something really productive. And then just right off into the sunset, bro. Why would you want, other than the money, which is nice. Why would you want the aggravation of the transfer portal and these fucking kids and no eight? Like I had Jeremy Bloom on my podcast yesterday and I'm going to post a bunch of the shit he talked about talking about like how, you know, they just, they, he just filed a lawsuit against the NCAA because of the, the inability for people to make money. And it's like uh what did he call it? A, Fuck, he's way smarter than me. I can't remember what he called it, but it, it's some kind of tampering law within the United States government where you can't restrict people from making money. No, then, a TRO effect. Yeah, so that that's what it is. And then hey, right hey, when we filed, talked about this morning on the show. Yeah, the NCAA added another fucking layer, layer basically of chaos. That's yeah. what it is. Chaos. So like they're they are essentially trying. He thinks that they're going to be a, a union, that the players are going to have to unionize, that there's going to be like. No more scholarships checks, but there's going to be now contracts. You're going to have to sign a contract and stay, and you can't break it. They're going to try and minimize the everybody can just fucking leave whenever they want. So you, as a grad transfer, you can do whatever you want. But if you sign as a, as a as a player, you need to go to that school, and you're going to be locked into that school, which I think is a good thing. He also had some very revealing shit to say about Coach Prime. Like all I've heard, and I'm about to post this, but all I heard – for the last couple of weeks is how prime wants to stay at CU forever. Right. And that bro, that makes my heart warm. I don't want to leave lifetime contract, blah, blah, blah. 
I brought that up yesterday with Bloom, who was even more integral in the hiring process than me. Like he, if I'm here, he's on another level up here with Clat and all them boys talking to Rick George and Dion. So, <clears throat> excuse me, he said, and he stopped me in the middle of conversation and was like, I want to talk about this. And he specifically said, there's an offer on the table for Coach Prime to stay long-term and he hasn't signed it. He doesn't think he wants to. So that, in my opinion, is like, whoa, that's that's very revealing because that that's like breaking news, bro. That's he uh, I literally just saw this morning, you know, Coach Prime never wants to leave Denver and he's talking about that. Well, apparently there's an offer on the table for him to be signed long term and he doesn't want to sign it. So I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Maybe he's leveraging it for more money, more years. Like that's the way that negotiations work. I'm not mad at the man at all for what he's doing. I just thought it was very revealing with the Jeremy would say that yesterday on the show. You know, Bloom was Bloom is honestly the fastest white person I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. That guy could run away from the wind. So, you know, it's it, he was a hell of a player and he's a great supporter, not only of Colorado Buffalo football, but you know, the Olympics and everything else that he does. I, and he seems to think there's going to be unionization and like, I, I don't know if a player has to be the head of the union, but I'm telling you, if there's a players union in college football, Jeremy Bloom should be the fucking president of it. Um, all right. Speaking of this, I want to, I want to show you something that I think is very interesting. Um, Tommy Moffitt, um, a coach That's who, the oh, yeah. Fucking movie. Hey. He basically came out at LSU and he said, this sign outside of Tommy's office basically has let NFL scouts know these players listed below are guys who make excuses, mispractice, lack self-discipline, the motivation to take care of their responsibilities. I will not answer questions regarding their performance numbers or character as they care only about themselves. Oh, this is an older one because I'm seeing like current NFL guys like Lyle Collins. That's the offensive tackle, right? You got Quan Alexander. Yeah, These are yeah. I I think there's a new one though. Um, that one is old. There's a new list of guys, and he's he's been known to do this for a long time. I believe he did. He take a job at A and M. Mm. I'm not sure. What am I gonna put a fucking sign on his mirror that says? Everything this guy says is bullshit, and he's motivated by only money, and he just wants to get a better job. Yeah. Who, the coach? Yeah, the fucking coach. Yeah. So hold on, time out. You you guys are so fucking high on your pedestals, dog. You fucking kill me. So this coach, this coach right here, who's going to be fired at any given moment over a shit bird that don't fucking perform now can't tell the truth about his kids because if he does, he's going to get canceled by fuck sticks like you. That's what you're telling me, homie. Are you telling me if the coach came in your gym and asked you about a player that he's going to sign Division One, give a hundred grand scholarship to? You're going to lie to him? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Man, that you guys are there's going to be a sign on the door where he gets to you call out. These fucking pussies too much, homie. I'm gonna keep it real with you. All right, well. You're that's a huge insinuation of nothing I said, but whatever the fuck you want to talk about, talk about. You can just speak, that's fine. I'm saying that if he wants to put a sign up saying these players don't go to class, blah, 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 blah. So when he leaves to go get a new fucking job, 
can we put a sign up on his window that says this guy just wants to get a new job? I'm not saying maybe, it's right. Maybe he but left, saying, like, maybe he left I, Tommy, because maybe the head coach don't hold any fucking buddy accountable. And maybe the no, coach don't maybe, want to be part of it. Maybe the head coach is some guys into the transfer portal, too. I'm saying it, it goes both ways. Maybe Everybody's recording him calling mental health. Maybe somebody's recording him, too. And he's like, ah, fuck this. I'm out. Well, that's that's like, like you're, you're really throwing me into lumping me into this like pussy world that you think I live in. And that ain't the fucking truth. And you know it. So no, if, I'm you not lumping you like I'm one, if you want to come at me like I'm one of those guys. I'm not lumping you into shit. I'm just telling you that we defend these 17-year-olds much more than we defend a guy that's been coaching 40 fucking years in the profession. I think that's everybody's. I have with everybody that talks about this. Fucking- Jamie, you're always biased towards the coach, and we know that. So you have a soft spot for coaching because you're a coach. If you could be no, real, remove your emotions. You're naturally, naturally biased towards coaches. But there's some, there's some good for points for players. Kids, homie, that's what y'all don't. You want to lump me into this thing too? I have a bias on helping kids and keeping it real with kids and not throwing them like a piece of meat in the meat market like everyone fucking else does. But yet I'm the asshole when I say it's real. No, if it we're going to be real with ourselves, these coaches get fucked over and should be able to leave just like the players who get fucked over. Yeah, I agree with Matt. I agree with Matt on 90% of the shit he says about this thing because here's the issue I have. Players are not the only ones entering the portal. Coaches are also pushing them into the portal. I agree totally with that, Matt. I agree 100% that it's, it's going both ways now. Right. But there's also a way the reason they're getting pushed into the portal is because of fucking kids being these kids recording me, not showing up for wake room, not showing up for study hall. Guess what? Fuck you. Get out. Go. Go. Bye. We don't no, want you no more. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that at all. I, in fact, I encourage it. Like, if you're not going to do your job, that's one thing. I don't, I personally don't like the, how do I say this? If you're going to, I hope that he had the conversation with the young men before he put their names on the list and put it on a window. And I don't know if he did or not. That's an old list right there. So I don't know what. I've seen that that sign multiple times. We all have. Then that's pretty consistent. If you don't do your job, not just in football, you're going to get fucking fired, coach or player. I like the fact now the players are held to the same standard. Back in the day, you could have free school seekers. <clears throat> All three of us have seen those guys. I hate putting them into college because they make the program look bad. But when you're when back in the day, a kid could sign a scholarship and go in and be like, oh, I have a neck problem. And he's fucking medical redshirted for the rest of his career. And he goes to school for free. That is, is a way bigger problem back in the day. Now, at least they can just fucking get rid of the kid. Hey, so, but do you get called from NFL security? Do you get called? I know you do probably. I get, I still get called for NFL security, NFL NFL scouts. They they ask about certain guys that they're they're looking at in the draft. Yep. And they want to know background show. They want to know, hey, coach, you know, they call every team in the, in the NFL called me about Jermaine Johnson. They asked me what happened to him in high school. What happened to him with me in JUCO? Why did he fall in high school? I said, well, academics. I wasn't going to sit there and lie and say, if the kid was a shitbird, that he wasn't a shitbird, because at the end of the day, the guy is not going to recruit my kids again. Thanks. So that is why I'm so high on what this guy did. But at the same time, that's old. And I agree with you. This guy left to Elko staff at AM now. He's now with Elko staff at AM. That was old video picture. He took the job with Elko at AM now. Also, if you're missing practice at LSU, oh, yeah, you're, you're missing weights and shit. 
Like there is a right. hierarchy issue. <laughs> it's, right. it's a head coaching problem there because there's no way you should be on a scholarship at LSU and miss any fucking thing ever. Well, isn't it a player problem too? Like I, when I played, even in the NFL, if you miss shit, I didn't worry about the coach. I was worried about Andre Gerard and Dan Graham ripping my fucking head off. That's like and then when I was an, an old head, even when I was talking to Jeremy yesterday, who's two years younger than me, the he ended it with like you know you you had I just want you know say thank you blah 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 but the standard you set and the standard you kept going and the passion you brought it rubbed off on me so I would be a better leader for the next generation so it has to trickle down from the players in my opinion first. But we're in a jersey swap era, Matt. We're in a fucking jersey thing. swap. The, the coaches are now the main solidified piece of a team. Like the majority of the time moving forward here, you're not going to see a bunch of like fifth year seniors that came in and developed and stayed somewhere and they all gelled together and achieved something great. What? And that, su that sucks for college football. So what? now if the, if the head coach or the coaches are going to be the guys that are there the longest, where back in the day when we played, the coaches and the assistants were the ones that rotated out. The players were the ones that were there the whole time. So that's kind of flipped. And if, if your players aren't going to hold people accountable, which doesn't happen these days at all, everybody wants to be friends. It's the, you know, Jersey swap era. It's the Flint Tropics fucking ELE, right? Like, mm. hey, we traded a washing machine for Monix over here, and everybody, it's ELE around here. You got that? Everybody love everybody. And he goes, you got that Monix? And he goes, nope. So, I think that the look this this entire situation with the transfer portal and college football. And the mercenaryville and the ability to just go wherever you want, whenever you want. The NCAA, this crooked ass organization, they better get a fucking handle on this, bro, because it, it, I think it has the ability to destroy the sport. I don't think it has the ability to elevate it. I think it has the ability to really compromise it in a way where people don't want to deal with it anymore. Hey, let me ask you, and this is a good conversation. I, I want to make sure we're clear. Like, we have pitted. Because of social media, in my opinion, and talking to Sark and Lane and guys like this that are in this thing embedded, the social media cowards that are on Twitter and Instagram, these keyboard cowards that only care about betting and they're, they're fucking DraftKings, uh, you know, who got them more points, draft fantasy points, and that's who they are. They're fanboys that know nothing. They have pitted coaches versus players, though, in this deal now. Now it's a coaching versus player, like, you're fuck you like we're bloods and crips like this is republicans and democrats like it's never been that way smitty and matt we know we used to always okay this is a coaching players fraternity in this locker room what's said here stays here that's no more now these dudes are throwing coaches under the bus coaches are throwing players under the bus we got fucking uh, just a it's just a free-for-all shit show man and it's like this is the tight fraternity that we all once loved and cherished and went to the grave with. Now it's everyone's business. And I just think it's destroying everything. And I, I think gambling is a big issue with this whole thing, but that's a whole nother ball game. Let me, let me, let me segue to this, Matt, um, Smitty, Texas, Malik Murphy transferred. Um, they're playing Washington. Their quarterback is also their backup is also into the portal. However, he's going to play and stick it out and play in the playoff. You can enter the portal and still stay at the school, by the way. That is the rule. Um, Malik Murphy's leaving this thing. 
Here's the question I have, though. We already talked about it yesterday. I'm not going to beat a dead horse. I got this question for you, though, that no one's talked about. Okay. If the Texas QB gets hurt, God forbid, knock on wood, my boy Sark's the head coach, of course. I don't want to see Quinn Ewers get hurt. I want to see the best possible game. But if he does get hurt, to your point you just made, Matt, the NCAA is losing control. This is going to be a big issue. This is the big issue I see that no one's talking about. If fucking Arch Manning has to come in, who's thrown five balls all year mm. in a meaningful playoff game, is that not the same thing that Florida State has faced and went undefeated? And the reason you kept them out was for a quarterback situation? It's Texas true. It's State a quarterback situation. God forbid. We've seen it before. Colt McCoy got hurt. Snap one series one versus Alabama in a national title game. And that game became a shit show of a game. And they got crushed. Yes. So if that happens with this situation, isn't that the same thing you did with Florida State who went undefeated? Is that the same issue we're going to face here? And that is the issue we're going to face going forward when these quarterbacks sit out college playoff games like Malik Murphy's doing. And yet, we're going to add 12 teams to this thing, which I am against. But anyway, I just want to get your take on this because I think it's going to be bad. Personally, I think the 12-team playoff is going to be incredible. I could give a fuck about the 13th team. Um, <laughs> Me too. If, if people don't want to to be involved and they want to sit out, then, I mean, that I think Malik Murphy is going to regret this because football karma is a real motherfucker. So, like, when shit happens and the the – fucking quarterback does get hurt like let's just be real all right when he does get hurt and all of a sudden arch manning is in there fucking killing it i mean it, he's gonna look at it and be like wow i really fucked this up like i i should have stayed and played so it i i don't know how to like quantify everybody's personal decisions does that make sense like yeah yeah if he wants to leave Maybe he's got other shit going on that we don't know about, sickness in the family, he wants to be closer to home, whatever. But as a quarterback, like, when you're recruited, do you not check the depth chart? Like, do you not check, like, especially with quarterbacks, like, opportunity is few and far between. Why do you go somewhere where you're stacked six deep if you don't want to stay and develop? Like, if I'm him, I'm, I don't know how much time he has left, but the ability to go compete with Manning and in yours next year and show that competitive drive. I mean, that's one of the main things that helped Hertz and Tua is the ability to show the coaches that they're not, you know, emotionally driven to the fact where they make rash decisions about their playing future based on their feeling right now they can't see the future so right. i mean get get doc brown in your life here bro and stop fucking overthinking the moment and understand that there's only one quarterback and you play at texas so if you get the opportunity to go in and play we'll use personal personal experience when when i played uh, at cu texas had in 01 texas had apple white and chris sims and they played chris sims all year and Major Applewhite should have played. He played the year before in 2000, was a much better player. Chris Sims is my boy. We played together here in Denver, but Major was a better player. And, you know, Chris got pulled in the Big 12 title game, and Major came in and, and brought him within two points of beating us. Major should have been playing all year, but he didn't bitch, moan, transfer, and quit. He just kept the pace, 
And when his opportunity came, he went and took advantage of it. So, and then they draft, and then they went and recruited Vince Young, and no one ever played there again until Vince left. So, it's this situation that players find themselves in. It's it's a little weird. I think that it's it's definitely something that the NCAA needs to look at, or somebody needs to look at. But again, if there's never going to be any like recourse or anything, then why would anybody ever play by the rules? And that includes the kids. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's interesting, man. It's just a fucking deal that I just don't know. It's just kind of, it's kind of fucking crazy now. Um, it's kind of just a, it's a wild, wild west, man. It is what it is, and I don't know. What do you do? You go backwards now and say, "Oh, this is we got to go backwards now." And this is the way it used to be. Like, how do you do that now? I don't think that there's any way to like. I don't think there's any way to put the genie back in the bottle. Like now that now that it has become what it is. I don't see a way how you can you can put the genie back in the bottle and go, okay, now we're going to restrict this after we've allowed everybody to just go Wild West style. That doesn't make any sense. It's not going to work. There's no fucking way. Yeah. I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. Hey, let me ask you, Matt, before you leave, we got to take a break before you get out of here. We got to take a commercial. I got to ask you this, though. Derek Carr, who I've come out and said he's absolute dog shit and fucking horrible. Yeah, you like him. Uh, he says it every week. I want to ask you about this. He played Santa Claus. And as an O-line guy, I, I got to ask you this question because I used to make a thing for my players called War Daddies. So if, if the O-line was the best War Daddy, meaning it's the best group of the game, that means the O-line had – they graded out at 90. We ran for 250. We threw for 300. Whatever it may be, they're the war daddies of the week. I let the coaches vote on it. We voted on it, and then we picked the war daddy. Well, that particular coach had to get that war daddy group something special, either cook them steaks that Monday, uh, do something. So I, I use it as motivation. A lot of D1 coaches have adopted it. Good. My boy at Eastern Eastern Michigan does it now. Um this guy bought his wideouts, Rolexes and chains, and bought his fucking O-line, who we saw cuss him out on the field, Coleman charcoal grills and steaks. High school or college kids? Or, or wait a second, no, you're telling Carr bought these guys that? So they don't even get their guys. He bought Chris Olave and Rashad Shahid Rolexes? And fucking diamond chains. The O-line got Coleman Grills. Walmart right Coleman. now. I'm looking it up. Uh, Bailey, look it up. I think Coleman Grill you can get for $29.99. Don't say Coleman. Why are you saying Coleman? Stop and, playing. Don't do them like that. Steaks. So the stakes expire. Number one, stakes expire. Um, and number two, Coleman Grill. Are you shitting me? And everyone else gets Rolexes. I would absolutely just do a fucking straight up stand up, let everybody come straight through next game and just obliterate fucking Derek Carr if I'm the O line. Fuck so Derek let me Carr. Get this straight. Let me get this straight. The 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 skill players got Rolexes and chains, and the fucking linemen got a grill and steaks. And what kind of grill is it? Like a nice grill. I That's bet you it is. JB's over here jokes was a Coleman grill. Ain't no way his rich ass got them a twenty nine 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 fucking dollar grill. Come on, you didn't put it in a fucking. You didn't make me a whole outside kitchen and put that shit into stone and shit. That's a real grill, man. You don't know that shit. You don't know what he did. So, are you all we read is a fucking tweet. He might have did that shit. 
Hey, hey, Smitty, guess what? I did it in my house. It ain't as expensive as a fucking Rolex. Still, if he did a whole backyard island, it ain't as good as a Everything ain't got to ain't gotta be. O-Lyman ain't fucking flashy like that. Off Most O-Lyman don't want no fucking, uh, uh, fucking grill in their mouth. and no earring. Most O-Lyman he I said Mose. I ain't say Matt. Matt's a fucking outlier. He, a lot of old linemen, they, they put dip in their fucking mouth. They got the Jason Kelsey's. They 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 hunting fucking deer. They're not trying to put no fucking chains and rolling. Come on, come on, y'all. We all play football. I, 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 I know real. Matt to say, I think Matt would take the fucking Rolex. I didn't I say Matt would. Matt, Matt a different fucking. I think Matt would take the fucking Rolex and sell it. And get a hundred mil fucking grill. Matt likes Wu Tang and fucking you know like Lou Wayne. Matt's a different fucking breed. I'm saying let's keep it a hundred thousand. A lot of I old linemen listen to country know. music. They hunt. They not putting no fucking Rolex and grill and check. Uh, come on, man. Come on. Country boys like Rolexes. I would rather Rolex and listen to country. It's all good. We can do both. I have to why you're different, Matt. You're different. The skill players get nice shit and the big guys get fat shit. What the fuck is that, dog? Because they're fucking why. fat, that's Matt. You know that. They're, they're fat. I know why. D-Lyman are lean. O-Lyman are fat as fuck. Yeah, you just... Man, we're going to see it at the Super Bowl when I DDT your fucking well, Hey, I got my shoulder back feeling good too, Matt. Hey, Daddy, you just you fucking wait. Like shit, and I'm still going to fuck Just fucking up. wait, man. I, I, I see nothing but badness coming out of there. Like, we're going to get kicked out of the Super Bowl row. We're going to get booted out of Vegas. Something's going to happen on this. And I, one thing I am afraid of, because I haven't did a fucking live rep in so long, that I'm going to get my adrenaline going and shit, and we're going to, the impact, no matter what happens, the impact, I'm going to fuck something up. Like, my whole fucking shoulder going to give out. Like, something's crazy, though. Cause you I, guys I can't have no direct impact. It's going to have to be asset. It's gonna have to be a pass set versus speed rush, like one on one. That's what it I was trying to do. Matt talking about he wants to run block me and shit. I'm like, we're like a double me, team here. We can't do that shit in radio roll. That's what I'm saying. But Matt said, no, I want to run block your ass. I'm like, well, I ain't gonna back down from no smoke. I ain't no pussy, so I do whatever you want to do. But I, my initial mindset was pass rush because I know I'm getting well, good. Busy. If you you pass rush, I'm gonna fucking cut the shit out of you immediately. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Right when you come off the ball, I'm gonna go whoop and go right after your fucking knee. Hey, listen, hey, hey, I'm gonna and jump to the sideline. Like, step on you and walk away. I'm gonna be like this. You gonna play the cut? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm playing yeah. fucking army. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Hey, Keith Smith confirmed. Keith Smith's confirmed it was Coleman Grills. Hold on, keep this fucking picture up. No, put it back up now. Put it back up now. Come on, Bailey. You telling me that we're gonna trust this source right here? He's in he's in prison in this fucking picture. Is his that Andre Giant? His hair ain't been fucking rebraided since '09. Grills, what the who the fuck is this mongrel that you got here? <laughs> I like he's it. Look at his hair. Giant it looks son. like he's about to go fucking invade something right damn now. It's Andre the Giant's son. This motherfucker, man. Well, where hell will this big show? We got Mint Mobile, Matt. That's all you need to know. Mint Mobile, Matt. Huh? Man, fuck you. Don't be playing with me. That's not Andre the Giant's son. Suck a dick. Damn. He he took that shit personal, JV. (laughs) I love Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant's fucking my man. He's a myth legend. Andre the Giant's my guy. Big big show, my guy. It's my hair. Is that really his kid? No. no, I don't know. It looked no. like him. 
Yes, you don't fucking know. That's fucked up, dude. I'm super gullible. I don't I know Tell me anything God, in the moment. Oh, for real? <laughs> Fuck you guys, man. Pound the like button. We got a bunch of shit bowl games this weekend. Don't watch them. Uh, go watch all the people enter the portal instead um, in the college playoff. I can't wait for 12 playoff teams next year where 12 quarterbacks enter the portal. Um, but anyway, great job. Hey, Matt, what you got going oh, on this geez, weekend? Thanks. What was that? Look at this guy. Look at this guy. He's a ball and chain what guy. What you got going on this weekend, Matt? I'm working. What What do I have going on? I mean, we already talked about this. Hey, Matt, you see Smitty with the <laughs> ball and chain in his mouth? That was what? the funniest moment of the show since I've been on the show. I could not stop laughing yesterday. I've been thinking about it the last 24 it hours. It was so subtle, too. Like, I was just like, well, yeah. Well, fuck, you don't like that? What the fuck is wrong with you two? <laughs> and then seeing Trent, big ass, big strong country ass, do the fucking, that shit, I lost it, man. I, I, <laughs> funniest uh, all time like, favorite moment. Like, hey, Trent, Trent is low key guy. real funny. Well, he's pretty funny. Yeah, I agree. Funny, he's, yeah. he's like, he's like, he got that uh, AJ Hawk funny, like quiet, just says certain shit that acts a certain way that that has that AJ Hawk funniness to him. Hmm. Am I yeah, funny, JB? Good. You're no, not funny, funny at all. Am I funny yeah. at all? No, not at all. You say shit. You say shit that's so outlandish that it's funny. So I'm funny. So I'm, well, you're well, fun. I don't know. Remember, well, Matt. Funny. Matt and I are older. Matt and I are older. We used to have a saying, Big Smitty. We're not laughing with you. We're Love laughing that. at you. Okay. All right. As long as I'm bringing Wait, value to the show, as long as y'all laughing. Especially good fellas. Like, I'm funny. I'm a clown. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What's so fucking funny about me? You tell me what's so fucking funny about me. Huh? Funny? Yeah? Huh? Funny? You think it's funny? You think it's funny? <laughs> I'll show you funny. All right, we got to take a commercial break. I got to piss. I got to get some coffee. Now, hold your piss. Hold your piss. I want you to piss on yourself live on the show. I want you to piss on yourself. Hey, Matt, are you live today? Uh, At 10 a.m. Follow Matt right after this. Right after this. Right after you hit the like button, you you sign up with Mint Mobile, and then you go straight over to Big Matt Show, 0 to 60. Go watch him live. He'll have, like, somebody on there that's big time. You know, he's going to have, you know, somebody big. I don't know. LeBron James. Yeah. Yeah, Jeremy Bloom on yesterday. Today it's just me and, and, and Bree doing the show at 10 a.m. And then we'll have the weekend off. And I got to get Big Schmitty on at some point. And we definitely need to talk about the whole, like, Vegas Super Bowl thing because I got to buy tickets. And I am so excited for that shit. I don't know what to do with myself. I fucking love it. I'm waiting on the pr- – I waiting love on Vegas. The I don't even bar. drink. I love Vegas. Vegas is a adult it's Chuck E. Cheese. Shit, dude. It's it's awesome. It's Disneyland for adults. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Anything you want to get into, you get into that. No rules it is. Hey, are you surprised that Brandon Staley's still not fired? Uh, yeah, I'm shocked. But at the same time, I did watch the Broncos give up 70 points this year. But it happened so early in the season, they can like rebound from it and get better, which I think they, they did. Um, and I, I keep seeing the game, I would argue last night's game was worse than the 70 it point. Worse. Game. It was on national TV, dog. Like, it was the only game on, yeah. And they got fucking shit stomped, bro. They didn't even look like they wanted to play. So, yeah, they did. you can tell when a team has quit and shut down on a coach. Am I wrong? But did I see Justin Herbert in the game at the end of the game? 
No. Are you sure? Yeah. He was on the sideline. He's on the sideline, yeah. He yeah, wasn't even so, dressed. Okay, that was an old highlight. But at the same time, like, if I'm him, <laughs> the entire, I think the entire team gets wiped around Justin Herbert. Like, Khalil Mack, Keenan Allen, everybody. If you're an old veteran on that team, you're probably going to be gone. And why wouldn't you want to leave? You want to win. You got to get the fuck out of L.A. So that that place is a disaster. I mean, the Chargers have always chargered. This is what they do. They've always been super mid. You know, they, and I don't really think it matters who what coach they get. They're always going to do this. This is what they do. So, you know, it's when you leave your entire fan base behind for fucking money, this is what you get. You get shit on. At least the Rams went back to where they were. Like, they had a fan base established in L.A. The Chargers just moved there because somebody built them a building. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, always a pleasure to have you on. And uh, can't wait for you and Smitty to go head up. And I'm going to drop the ball. And we're going to get kicked out of Vegas. I can't wait for all that to happen. Pound the like button. Subscribe. We're going to work on our short snaps, JB. We got to work on our short snaps. So, I'll come to L.A. and we'll start getting our short snaps. But you got to get in there. If I don't feel you, I don't know if you're there, quarterback. Yeah, oh, I know. I should smell it. You better pick that shit up. Ugh. I should smell it. Here's a good story. Nothing worse. That is the worst. But yeah. I've actually, I've actually, I've actually had some pussy. I've been around some pussy that's actually worse than my center's ass all practice. Oh long. my god! What the hell are we going? What's going on? Where are we I'm gonna be going? honest. I'm gonna be honest. I gotta be honest, Matt. You know, quarterbacks used to talk in the in the huddle like after taking snaps under center all practice long. You got badussy, you got balls, you got dig, you got pussy. All that's in mixed in one. And I'm be honest, with all due respect to my centers and their ass and the badussy smell of it, I've had some pussy that's been worse. That's on you, though. How's that on me? How's, how's it, how's it, it not on you? You have a nostril. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah, mean I took it. It doesn't mean I took it. You I'm said just, you had some put. That means you had it, motherfucker. No, like I tied. No, no, no. Time out. You gotta you go. You gotta go. Get the fuck out. You gotta go. I'm just so, saying. So I've smelled worse. I've smelled pussy worse than my center's ass. You still so play after- football? Did you play in the mud too? You nasty fuck. JB, I think you nasty in the motherfucker. The more I've learned about you, you a nasty yeah, son of a bitch. Shit. This, you gotta, hey, man, you got to watch this old motherfucker here, boy. He didn't. Like, shit. Yeah, I'm this telling you. motherfucker earwaxing and touching the fucking the <laughs> AE ball and chain, fucking touching the center's <laughs> ass, smelling his finger after the play. This motherfucker nasty. Don't smell my finger like that. You got to smell. Top of your hand is what smells. If you played quarterback, top that of your smell. hand, if you're underneath my there. My right, Matt? You got to right, be under there, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't feel you in there. I don't know if you're there. We got to get the ball snapped. So my boy, Bobby, I'll end it on this. My boy, Pesaveno, <laughs> he used to take snaps from like Andre Gerard and Ryan Gray and all these different guys. <laughs> and he would walk up and he would literally be standing at the fucking sink, like rubbing his hand with soap for 20 minutes. Yeah. And like he would walk up and just be like, here, and stick it in your face. He'd be, oh. He'd be like, I can't get the fucking stink off my hand. And yeah. he would be in the corner, like, <laughs> and he's like, take a shower. It was fucking gross. Bro. Hey, that's a real thing, bro. I'm telling you right now, that is a real thing. See, Big Smitty don't know because he never had to play that. He never, he, he just, his ass gross, was always bro. to the wind, where our, we had to face the ass in the wind. 
This is true. No yeah. wonder why you like uh, AE because, like, in a in a weird subconscious way, it, like in the back of your brain, you've always had that facing you. Anyway, Matt, it's been a pleasure, Matt. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, and uh, we'll see you Monday. Uh, we'll see you Monday, Matt. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he This show is racist as fuck. This is the most racist show on planet Earth. I gotta take a piss. This motherfucker is racist. Man, I'm joining your show, man. Hey, zero to 60 with Big Smitty, man. I'm gone. <laughs> Hey, put us on a commercial. I got to take a piss like a Russian racehorse in December. Week playoff today. So you'd have Oregon playing Missouri in the 8-9. Michigan would have a bye. Alabama, Washington, Texas, right? Yeah. You Oregon and Missouri would play. Florida State would play Oklahoma. Ohio State would play Penn State again. Georgia would play Ole Miss again. So that is what the the 12-team the playoff would be right now. Right. And this is a test. This is a test I put this up here for. Watch how many cats get in the chat talking about, where's Liberty? Where's... La, 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 la. <laughs> See what I'm saying, homie? I just fucking proved to you guys that it'll never be enough. You're always going to want to fuck another team. So more is not better. Stop. 12 teams, you're going to want a 13th team. That is why I fucking just did that. You guys are always going to want somebody, man. So you're going to put Liberty over Oregon. Get the fuck out of here. See, that's the thing. You guys are going to always cry. Somebody's going to bitch. My fucking point. And we should do that test nationally. I bet you if I put that out on Twitter tonight, we get a fucking... Where's Liberty? Where's fucking Jimmy Madison? Where's fucking... Shut up. You're never going to be satisfied. More is not better. Less is more. Less is more sometimes. I'm just telling y'all. We've already had this discussion, dog. Conference title games won't mean shit. People will be sitting players out. You're going to have fucking the 13th team bitching and moaning. Like, just put all the motherfuckers in. Sweet, 64 teams again, like college basketball. Like, it's, it's it's becoming a mockery, dog. The bottom line is, Big Smitty, if Oregon would have beat Washington, they weren't getting in either. Mm. Just think about it. So, yeah. you would have so Washington, just so we're clear. Georgia would have got in. I would argue Georgia's in right now. Me too. I agree. And, and, and Florida State still. Hell yeah, hell nah. Mike Tomlin is on the hot seat officially. Hell no. They seven and five right now. It was a really bad loss, but they're still on track to be in the playoffs. They're still on track to have another winning season or at least a 500 or above season with a very below mid quarterback. These guys are, are rocking and rolling. Instead, the Patriots don't have a quarterback and look how bad they look. The so quarterback, and they're still out here competing and fighting. That's called coaching, right there, JB. <laughs> Hell, he no. going to give us a, t- a a take. I already know because this is a take that we all know about. That the, the real educated coaches, ex players. Uh, although I agree with Smitty, I don't know if that's necessarily true though, because he has no quarterback 
and he just fired his OC. And owners see that, and it's blood in the water, and this might be the same time, especially if Belichick goes. We see this as a copycat league. I wouldn't be shocked if Tomlin leaves either. Uh, I, I would say for the – it's a hail, it's a hail nah because of the organization, because the owner they they don't go through they're about continuity, they're about standard. But listen, I love Mike T and I could probably text him right now. He texts me back and not I'm saying that for this take. Back first, of course. Um, as always. We got some real talk or jaw jacking we're going to do. I can't wait to do that one. Got some white people shit. Got some black people shit. We got some, uh, we got a lot, we got a lot more guests. Big Jeff Nadu's joining us. Let's see. Hold on. Let me see. Um, Let me see where Jeff is. Let me see what Steve talking about. Football Palooza this weekend. We got to see what's up. I got a uh, Cam Newton since taking all kind of heat has dropped a video. Take a listen. I'm not saying that. So he's talking about all these NFL game managers. He sounds like the people literally tweeting at me from their basement, like, get back in the kitchen. Like, it's like you are at home. When he does this podcast or whatever it was, this is just wacky stuff. You know, like this, well, Cam, you, you, you know more football than that, this? right? It's called Funky Friday. That's his podcast. Because that's absurd. When he said Dak's name, I <laughs> was like, he telling jokes. First right of all. But the first point that I want to make here is this. Identifying the difference between a game manager and a game changer. Game manager is not a negative connotation. Ken, what do you mean by game manager? My definition of that managing player is a player who has the ability to make the right play at the right time, protecting the football at all costs. There's times in my career where I figured this out. Sometimes, Cam, you don't have to take over a game. Allow other players to do that. If we're getting personal here, there was times in my career where I did it, and there's times in my career where I didn't do it. When I think about ultimate elite game managers, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, game changer and game manager is not something where I'm saying, this person is not physically capable of making some great plays. I'm not saying that. Or I am not saying that they're not good players. There's really only three to potentially five game changers in the NFL right now. Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes. Chris Canty, I was listening to what he was ha having to say, and he used this as an analogy. A game changer is a truck. A game manager is a trailer. Off of, I sit up here and say, you know what? Let me say something about the state of football right now, in my opinion. My intentions was never to suppress the talent of Dak Prescott, Brock Parody, Jared Goff, or Tua Tonga Valoa. But the facts are what the. F I, I wish he did not give this. I wish he would have ended it. That's like a seven minute long video. Yeah. I wish he would have ended it in the beginning after he showed Kimberly Martin and 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 all those slapdicks who talking shit about him. I wish he would have just showed that and then been like, 
how are y'all talking about me? And I can't have an opinion, but y'all can. I wish you would have just ended it like that because then he went on to say, basically, I wasn't doing this. I wasn't meaning this. Basically, it's an apology uh, out the side of his mouth, which I don't need. I didn't want him to do. I like the fact that he's, he, he should have stood on business, stood on business, and called out those people for I, what they are. I, because I, at the end of the day, we keep, we keep apologizing for, for being who we are, man. And it's like, that's what creates softer and this cancel culture, in my opinion. When we I apologize, didn't, I didn't think he apologized. I, I looked at it. I thought it was just more of a further explanation to me of it was. Of it, what was. it was. It was because and though he did, yeah. Because some okay. Because sometimes when you, when you just if I if I say right now, uh, Dak Prescott is average, and then somebody cut that clip and posted, it, everybody what the fuck how's your? But then if I actually come back and be like, well, what I meant by average is this. I'm not apologizing for what I, for anything. I'm standing on what I said. I'm just giving you more explanation of what I was saying, so you, so you can you can feel feel me and what I was trying to say. So I mean, I I think he took the mature route. He could have just went out there and just bash everybody and stuff like that. But I don't think I I think him going this route is actually better for his for his brand for his his show because it's like I'm I'm gonna actually I'm gonna actually kill you with with actual real information, real football language. Anybody can go out there and just say, well, how can this motherfucker talk to this? Like, that's whatever. But when I actually counter with real facts and validity that backs up why I said that, I think that's way more powerful, in my opinion. You know, so. Here's a great analogy right here. If you have to play to talk about the sport, why do you respect and have Steve Kim on the show? Grant Marino. Okay, so. That's a great Here's, question, though, for real. Like, not, no bullshit. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not really because it's actually I've already answered it. See, that's the issue. You, you, you see, you guys don't listen. I said that there are guys out there who can't haven't played who are what. What did I say on this very show? See, I got receipts, dog. What did I say? If we want to rewind it, what did I say about the guys and girls who talk about the sport who didn't play it? What who knows the numbers? You said who knows the numbers? Who are real like stat statisticians, statisticians, oh, whatever? Thank you. My yeah. co-host listens. What the fuck is Steve Kim? Is he not the most mathematical stat fucking dude there possibly is in this game? He can tell you who the starting lineup was in the nineteen fucking eighty one Super Bowl to right now if he called in. Right. That is a statistical, mathematical fucking dude. That you want to have on your side. Right. That does not mean that Steve Kim can give me information on the fucking Miami Hurricanes team led by Dennis Erickson and what was going on in the fucking locker room. See, y'all don't listen. You just want to fucking hear me. But when you listen like Smitty just did, Steve Kim is a perfect fucking match and reason why we want him on the show. He's exactly what I said he is. So... No, your question was actually shit, and you don't listen. So take your question and shove it up your fucking ass because it's full of shit. You don't listen, and I don't respect people that don't listen. If you really listen, then you should be on the show and saying, oh, that's I, Steve Kim is exactly what JB said he was two and a half hours ago. Mm. You fuck. Hey, JB, you be getting hot. I even think I even think that was a question for you to get hot, hot about because it's like they, they act like I'm just out talking out both sides. I move the goalpost. No, I don't, right. motherfucker. I have receipts. They're here. You listen to them, but you just recited it, Smitty. You yeah. didn't have to rewind the show. I'm a good like, listener. You knew what I said about guys that didn't play. 
And I said I respect them for what they are. And I did not. And I said there are women out there that are good. There are men that are good. But at the same time, I'm never going to listen to them and get their opinion on a insider informational deal. Like I'm not going to ask Kimberly Martin about a fucking three step drop. Right. right, right like right. that's what I don't understand. I wouldn't ask Mike Leach, as great as he was. To manage a locker room full of knuckleheads and shitbirds that he did not recruit. Why? Why did I say that? Because it takes a special dude who played the game, who understands individual personalities that has to bring all those dudes together in one room in one accord and get them to run through a wall for you. Mike Leeds could never do it. Couldn't get over the hump. Couldn't win a a big-time meaningful game. Charlie Weiss was a horrific head coach. Good offensive coordinator when someone else is the CEO and the captain of the ship. It's easy to go call plays mm-hmm. under that. But once you get the head job, dog, once you're in this chair, and now I got to call plays and be the Belichick? Uh-oh. Game's changed. Something happened. Something's different. Those are the differences you have to have, in my opinion. And that's why I get embarrassment. Secondhand embarrassment when I hear these people like Mina Kimes and Kimberly Martin and even the guys that played that are so stuck on the media tip. Like, what's his name on there that he mentioned? What's that fucking guy's name? Um, the little corner. Played for the Ravens. He's on uh, Foxworthy or whatever his name is. Oh, Dominique Foxworthy? Like, he played too. It, it doesn't make sense to me. That means you completely gone. Like, at least Bart Scott keeps it real. Bart Scott, at least, he'll be fired next. I'm telling you right now. He's the next one. At least he says, nah, dog, this is the real, this is how it really is. Like, stop saying this shit. And that's why Bart Scott gets all the heat on ESPN. He's the one that's hated on there. But Kimberly Martin's loved. Get the fuck out of here, man. It's because you guys are soft. You want soft, nurturing voices to tell you lies. They're lies, and Ooh. you believe lies. It's crazy. Let me ask you this real quick. I mean, you kind of touched on it. I mean, you, you dove into it, but, like, Mike Leach, I think, you know, a guy that, yeah, he didn't get past, like, he didn't get over the hump in the big games, but he still had a ton of success. Why Why do you, I guess, in your opinion, like, why do you think he's, he was still able to have that success even though he didn't play the game? Like, he's just an outlier, basically, you think, or? No. Nah, um Welcome Jeff Nadu in the show. Yeah, Big up, man up, on campus. Up. Follow him on Twitter. Um, if you guys haven't. What up, Jeff? What's going on? How are you guys? I'm good. Uh, let me I'm answer good. this real quick. Uh, we'll get into Jeff and, and joining the show on this free game Friday. Uh, he's not an outlier because there's been a few. Mangino also, um, as head coach, did a good job at KU, was fired for putting his hands on a kid. Um, it's really only a few, though. See, people right. don't realize Belichick played the game. Saban played the game. Pete Carroll played the game. Everyone Agreed. wants to go back and act like they did not play. No, they did play. Um, the issue is with the Mike Leach is when you're such a guru of – this is a guy now that we're talking about Dobbs the other day as a player. Yeah. This is the same type of guy. A law degree holder from Pepperdine University. Grew up out here in Thousand Oaks sleeping at AFCA coaching conventions on the floor as an 18, 19, 20-year-old because why? He did not play the game. He got The advantage was in his court. I know what I'm going to do for a career. I'm not going to work job for, to job. 
I'm going to understand the difference between a job and a career. I'm going to go chase that career path now at 18 years old while I'm doing my law degree shit, and I'll be a grunt. I will get your coffee. I will learn how to manage a program from the inside out while I'm drawing plays on a napkin every day as I get my law degree. So Mm. guess what? Over 40 years... You've now devised a system on offense that is great. You're a mathematical genius. You got one card in your hand. This is how big his play call sheet was, by the way, if you know anything about Mike Leach, Mm. like this. And he ran the same plays. They were all derivatives off of one coverage or two coverages. So everything was a nine vertical route. I've had many coaches coach for him. I've known Mike a long time. I've sent him a lot of players. Everything's vertical, uh, Smitty. And the coverage dictates what they do. So if the roll safety gets over the top, that vertical becomes a comeback. The slot receiver comes a curl. If it's covered three, the slot receiver makes it a 10-yard out. The outside guy runs a curl. Like, it's all based on the run. Right, read and react, yeah. So, so, so the problem is you can't just call plays as a head coach and expect to win. You have to understand that it becomes a CEO in a managerial position and you got to know what's in that locker room. He lacked that part, in my opinion. Now, listen, gotcha. I love him to death. I think he's a hell of a fucking football coach. If you ever talk to him, he's unbelievable. But I'm just telling you, I think he would have been better. He would have benefited from being a player in the locker room. Like, if Jeff was never around any mobsters or any fucking people that knew this business, he'd be crazy to go out there and talk about it, and people actually listen to him like he knew what the fuck he was talking about. It makes no sense to me. That's kind of what I did, to be fair. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You went out, but you started. You didn't start this this year, though. No, no, I've been doing it forever, right? That's what I'm saying. This is what Mike Leach did. He started in a, posi- in a profession he knew nothing about and made it his career and learned it on the run as he did other things. Jeff was at Barstool, and he did other things while he was doing that. His passion was crime. So he was doing me, he was, you know, making things work um, to until he got what he wanted to do. And he had to do shit that you have to do in order to do what you want to do. And that's just the true hustler, in my opinion, is the ones that survived doing it that way over the guy that just, oh, I'm just going to stop and I'm going to work at Walmart because I have to have that weekly check. Well, fuck, you got to sacrifice too to get what you want. And uh, it is what it is. People are commenting on Jeff because he was on Alex uh, Stein the other day, and uh, it was funny. It was good. Um, Thank you, uh, Jeff. What's up? We got a uh, we got a loaded lineup this weekend of great college football games. I'm just kidding. Well, you know this Uh-oh. this college football bowl stuff is, you know, for me it makes me sad because I grew up loving college bowls. I think it's one of the greatest things we have still. Um, And for a long time, it was untouched. But, you know, and I'm being honest, looking as a gambler, looking through these games, you literally need a college degree and a high level one at that to understand who's playing. I mean, it's amazing. These games like you look at, for instance, Boise, UCLA, believe they're playing each other. Yeah. Both quarterbacks for Boise are gone. Like that's every game. You have it's if you have five bowl games and what they're 10 teams in all five of them, yeah. only one may have their full complement of players or even close to that. It is sad. Jeff Malik Murphy's left and they're in a fucking playoff. Yeah. 
See, that's what, and I've been saying it for months now. No one wants to talk about it. I've been saying it's just a matter of time. That's why I'm against the 12 team playoff thing. Matt likes it. You like it. Smitty likes it. I'm just, I can't wait till eight of the fucking 12 playoff team quarterbacks are in the portal next year. And you're, you're, you're like, why is Liberty 12 and those quarterback in the portal? Because he wants to go to Alabama. Like, <laughs> it, it's a joke, man. And, and by the way, the the Washington backup is in the portal as well, but he's sticking it out and playing in the playoff game. You know, That's and it's not it. just it's not just like big teams either. So like Ohio, right? Ohio University, they're the first bowl game tomorrow. Myrtle Beach Bowl, they play uh, Georgia Southern. Ohio's quarterback transferred, right? All right, your backup quarterback's already injured. So like this is just bad. Like it's I don't. And what we're doing is we're adding bowl games, Smitty. We're adding more. Why are we doing right. that? Like, these games suck already. All five games tomorrow? Right. But here's what I don't understand. It's the same thing that has to do with NIL deals. How do they make money on these bowl games? Nobody goes to them. Nobody really watches them. I mean, to be honest, will you watch the Myrtle Beach Bowl tomorrow at 11 a.m.? I'm not playing. The only way I would even watch it is if I got a, I got a homie in town. If we decide to go to like a fucking bar and it's on, I'll look at it. But I'm not if like going to live room and turning it on. Right. Where most of the people that are watching it aren't even watching it because it's on it. It's like, you know, how like when you go into like a dentist office and they always yeah. have like CNN on. Like nobody yeah. really watches it. It's just on. Right. Yeah. That's the same thing here. Like you may have it on in the background and you might look over. Like the other night I had um the. You know the team a coach used to coach on Independence? Yeah. There was a team in their division playing for the national title, right? Mm, They're yeah. playing against East Mississippi, Buddy yeah. Stevens' team. That was on TV. It was the final. I had it on, but, like, I wasn't watching it. It was just on. I glance every once in a while. I'm not paying attention. That's what these bowl games are now. And unless you're betting on them, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. You know, Coach Stroll, Coach Iowa Western, good friend of mine. Um, they Coach, how do you uh, make money on this shit. How do you make money on a bowl tomorrow? You what? can't. I don't get it. You can't. I don't think you can. Um, JB, your mic sounds amazing. Like I don't know what the fuck just happened. It's like really I, close to it. I think. Okay, I was like, you muted and it came back and the shit was like H fucking D. I was like, what did you just do? No, I was just cussing out some bitch track bitch boy on TikTok. Um, well, you know, so it's funny. Real quick, I thought that uh, Mint Mobile thing, I thought that was a joke. And you're actually like, that's a big sponsor. I love that. That's great. Shout out to you guys. Yeah, we'll see if we get, if if Smitty can do any salesmanship at all, we'll see. Because it's all commission-based, you know, Jeff. It's commission-based. We need everybody in the chat right now, 900 people, to go over to it. And then we could get a studio, Jeff. I could fly you out on a PJ yeah. every weekend. You can wow, come on really? Yeah, so to go, like right now, uh, we've had like seven people sign in, so we need 993 more people to sign in before the new year. And if it happens, we'll be able to get a brand new studio sponsored by Man Mobile. Okay, and so some of, of a fan have, suspended me. Of course they did. Of course they are. And then we'll have a, a fan will have a chance to be in the next Deadpool with Ryan Reynolds as well. So you um you said TikTok just banned you? Of, of course. course. You them out. So uh. They banned me last night too. I was doing a live. Well, and, I, I get banned like every every time. Yeah, it's crazy. People come in and talk and whatever something. they want, but right. you say anything back, you're you're done. I get hit for harassment and bullying. Yeah, exactly. And, I get warned, and then yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it, but it ha it happens on 
Instagram too. Instagram's deleted three of my accounts. So I had an account with 200,000 people on it, you know, followers. They, they, they do it. They just deleted that a year and a half ago. Like, hey, coach, I, I most videos I have, like if I do a TikTok and it's not at 10,000 in like two hours, I delete it. Like I get views on TikTok. I posted a video 52 minutes ago. I just looked, zero views. How's that possible? I, I know why, because I get- I'm the, being shadow man. I do the same thing. So they're look they're reviewing the thing for a whole hour or two right. hours, and then they'll release it. But it, but you're already in the stuck algorithm. You're not getting out of it. It's so it's dumb. You know, TikTok specifically is very um. It's like, bullshit. Yeah, like TikTok, like you can't say shit. You can't cuss. You you can't put like the word sex on a like. You know what I mean? It's like little shit no, you do. It's a rap. This is coming from someone who is. I've studied the TikTok algorithm and what you can and can't do. I. I've done it. I do that. I never put words in. I'm not supposed to like I, and they, they still fuck me. Like, it's, hey, but you can, um, you can have, you could pop ass and titties on there. Oh, sure. You, you could no talk problem. about sucking dick. Absolutely. That's the no thing. Problem. Not, a problem. not a Someone problem. Someone asked any UFC bets. Yes. I'm betting against Colby Covington. I think Leon Edwards is going to fuck Colby Covington up. I really believe Ooh, that. I hope, I hope he does too. I hope he does. Colby Covington. He, I, I talked to him yesterday. He's fucking annoying. He's a WWE wrestler. He's clickbait. And I, your opinion is your opinion. I don't care about that. It's it's just the if you watch UFC over the years, and, I, and it sounds like Jeff, you do. He just always tries to use the biggest names and biggest stories, and and, and use it as a platform for him to like. Go viral. All well, the Leon time. Edwards is to so right too because he said, you know what? Like his whole thing is Trump, right? He loves Trump, which is cool. But like, mm -hmm. it seems like he cares about that more than his like career. Now he's doing well, obviously, but yeah. I don't know. Look, there's certain things you don't do. You don't come as some someone's father who who died. Yeah, so I heard. I didn't watch the video yet. So what did he say exactly? Because I didn't watch the video. He's like, I'm gonna take you to hell, and we're gonna see your dad or some shit. Like, oh my god! And and, and so Leon, yeah, Leon got very upset, which hell he should have. Yeah, his dad is dead. You don't come on, bro. I get talking shit, but there's definitely a line, bro. Like you, I hope Leon fucks him up. Well, I remember when we did Rough and Rowdy, um, when Jerry and I were fighting, um, we had these like we had a telephone we had to go to, and we had to like you know do the whole fight crap. Emotion, yeah, and I remember at one point. So my opponent at one point was a drug addict like years ago. And I brought that up. I called him a junkie in one of the things. And he, I remember looking back on that, how like I felt really bad that I said that. Cause I, I shouldn't have brought that up. But like when you're into that, like, and we had to like push it, we were trying to get people to buy pay-per-view. You say shit you shouldn't say, but I feel like there's certain levels like you have to kind of stay away from. And I don't think they do anymore though, because at the no. end of the day, I guarantee you they hug in the ring after the fight. But see, my uh, whole thing is, look at Habib. Habib, you, you and I are hugging. I call you a fucking every word. If we get paid fucking twenty million, we're hugging, homie. I don't know though. If you if you mentioned like if I were on that level, and you mentioned like my dad or something that died. Like I, yeah, it's a little different. I don't think I could do that. I, I would probably just be like, I'd shake your hand. These motherfuckers are in the Jersey Swap era, bro. They don't. Oh, care. No. You 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 have seen motherfuckers are a little different though. I'm gonna be yeah. real. They yeah, different. They they they're not. They they still. To even play the to do the fight to do UFC, you're a little Conor McGregor been doing that shit for years. Conor McGregor, yeah, but look at but look at but but look at Khabib. Khabib never talked shit ever, really, and he, he just fucked everybody. Murder you, yeah. Khabib used to wrestle with fucking bears as a baby. Yeah, literally yeah. wrestled bears. That motherfucker is crazy. <laughs> hey, uh, Jeff, I I brought, uh, but what do I know? 
Uh, months ago, I made a comment you weren't very happy with because um, you're obviously best. Wait, wait, where are you going with this? Oh, you're bringing up Mahomes. Hold on, no, no, no. Wait, no, wait. Let, hold on, Jeff. Let him go. Let him go. Wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm bringing up this. What the fuck is this? So I'll explain real quick. Basically, Jalen Hurst has been fumbling the ball a lot, so right. they're forcing him to learn how to fall without dropping the ball. Obviously, he's visibly frustrated and pissed off, but the bigger storyline is that allegedly is some shit going on in the Philly locker room where A.J. Brown and him are not on the same page. I think they had like a players-only meeting, and supposedly, allegedly, reports say A.J. Brown was going to Sirianni and had some complaints about Jalen Hurts and J.B., let it be known that well, he brought up this in the summer that there was some beef going on between those. Well, two. I know there and is. I want, and I want I'm to say this too. I did not know for a fact that I know there was and there is. And I, I want know to give JB was. credit, honestly, because I remember this night I was what? folding, I was folding wash in my laundry room. What are you talking about? Wait, I, I missed you. I didn't hear what you said. I'm going to give you credit on something and I'm going to tell you the story behind it. I was folding wash in my laundry room one night. Eagles are playing the Buccaneers. They were rolling them. It was Thursday night game. JB calls because he said some stupid shit on Twitter that AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts weren't, you know, and I'm, I'm just like, well, they're up 20, bro. What are you on about? So I call him. He goes, I'm telling you, there's something going on between them. And I, ever since then, he told me that I've looked at the body language between these two. Jalen Hurts does not look like the same quarterback. I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback. I'm just saying he doesn't. Seem right. dialed in. And A.J. Brown seems like he couldn't give fuck all about the game when they play. It just seems like they're just off. And ever since he told me that, and now it's starting to feel like, and they're not denying it down there, right? I live in this area. They're not denying it down there. They're do, look, look at the things they're doing in practice. That's grade school shit, right? I mean, what should we be doing that in the NFL? Not I having give those- Sirianni a lot of credit for that right there. That is a ball security drill I used to do every day with my QB. <laughs> But in high school, you do it, not in fucking NFL. I mean, I, I, that's why I give him credit because, hey, dog, you got to break the you got to break the motherfucking uh, you got to break the whip on some people sometimes before. Yeah. Remember, this kid's a young kid at, relatively in the NFL. Like, do we want him to get better or do we want him to stay Lamar Jackson and never get better? You know oh. what I mean? Like that's kind of where I'm at with yeah, it. But Lamar Jackson, what, why do you keep saying that? He's right. having an NFL. I told you before. Top two I'm team in the it. league. Yeah. Why do you keep saying that? And you know, it's funny. He Peter. said that. He said that once. I think he said this stupid shit one time. He's breaking down film. And what did Lamar do? Comes out and shits on the Lions. And what does JB say? Oh, nah, the Lions weren't that good anyway. You know, it's like, you can't with you. You can't. You're wrong on Lamar Jackson. Say it, Jeff. Say that shit, Jeff. And I'm not a big fan of him, but he's having a great season. And I know you threw it in my face last week. Look at these pussies in the chat. Are you I know, kidding me? Are you kidding me? I can say whatever the fuck I want to say, bitch boy. Fuck, you, get out of here with my bullshit. I say what the fuck I want. Crack the whip, motherfucker. Go ahead and twist it however you want. But Mahomes last week. He Jones, who's black, knows. He knows the fucking deal. He knows the deal. Shit. Break the whip, motherfucker. D Jones knows the deal. Exactly. You motherfuckers take anything and turn it into anything. It's God. always racist. Have a ghoul, motherfucker. It's always racist. 
racist. The show is already racist. It's always, it's always it's racist or misogynistic or sexist or we're the number one instant. We're the number one show, racist show on America. Debbie, I, I think we should change the name of our show to like white and black sports talk or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like something that's gonna be like just catch your eyes, like yeah. If we get if we get big, we're gonna do like a Cameron and Mace did. We're gonna call it like it's not so black and white. Mm. <laughs> Hold on, write that shit down right now. We we need to like uh what's that trademark that shit for somebody takes and I'll it's be so uh, I'll be like uh you're mixed you're mi you're in a mixture of it yeah. yeah I kind of even it out yeah yeah it Ooh. is racist R A C C well I'm just saying right now I truly believe there are issues there and it starts because wide receivers who are prima donnas by nature period they're the most shitbird position there is period it's fact after yesterday's show i got tons of nfl buddies of mine texting me like that's fact um but here's the issue their asses will not give any grace or mercy to a quarterback who is basically in his fourth year who is still getting better playing the hardest position of all sports and they want the ball now, 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 now. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Wideouts are so bitch made that they have no patience for the evolution of the game to for the quarterback to get better like Jalen Hurts has. Even though this year he's bad, his mechanics have always gotten better since his rookie year, which I've praised. I just have never been a huge fan. I just don't think he's the guy to get you over the hump. But he got you there, and he had 300 yards, and he did all these things. It is what it is. He has a very talented roster. The same thing we can say about Brock Purdy. Cam Newton is a, is alluded to, obviously, in his uh, viral take. But um, whiteouts are going to bitch, dog. Always. And I just well, hate – I can't stand the motherfuckers. That's I think why he's I just, That's why, Jeff, I recruited a 1,000 of them because I was going to cut them every day. I was going to cut someone every day. So I had a 1,000 receivers. And I just wish they had Smitty's mindset, you know, the, the, the D-line mindset of fucking – but they're not all like that. Not all receivers are like that. I think there's, you know, th these big NFL receivers are like that. The, the AJ Browns, Terrell Owens used to be like that. The best ones are always going to be, you know, the most volatile with, I want the ball now. And that's not Jalen Hurts' personality. I, I think the issue also is that's not the rest of the team's personality. Devontae Smith doesn't say nothing. Dallas Goddard doesn't say nothing. They also don't have a very good third wide receiver. So I think you put a lot of emphasis on having to get him the football. And if you don't get him the football, this is what you have to trade, though. You want here, him. Here, here, here's why I give Sirianni credit, though. You are basically showing that the highest paid guy, which is going to be Jalen Hurts, you can coach him. And if people nowadays in this soft society thinks that they're that Sirianni's probably degrading him, belittling him, that's probably going to be the narrative on social media, right? And then it'll become a white and a black thing, and then everyone's going to get involved. It's going to be a fucking shit show. Just watch. So this video right here goes viral today. But at the same time, I give credit to Sirianni for saying, "Hey, dog, you're going to have to eat this." And it probably was a conversation prior to practice. That's what I would have done. Hey, dog. We're gonna fucking do some shit you probably ain't gonna want to do, and it ain't gonna be you ain't gonna be happy about doing it. But we got to do it because if you do it, Jalen, then the rest of these motherfuckers will buy in and say, "Fuck, Jalen's on the ground doing it." Then my motherfucking ass that makes six hundred grand a year can do it. But and he, that's why I like it. 
But but they've had this problem twice in my lifetime. They brought Terrell Owens in. It was it was a charade around him. But you traded it because he got you to a Super Bowl. He did with him, AJ Brown. They're going to deal with it because he. Ta- but this is why it's very difficult to deal with this. Um, notice how he is when they're winning and he's getting the football. He's all about everything. I'm I'm this. I'm that. Now look, they're not playing well. They're a fraud. Let's just be honest. The Eagles are a fucking fraud. They are. That's the truth. Over two bad games? Damn, that quick? They are. Let me ask you a question. Be honest. Please. At what point this year have you been impressed by them at all? Mm. Seriously. They should have lost to New England. They were down in every game. Yeah, they, they should have lost to New England. Arizona. But that's the that's really Jets the, beat him with no QB. Jets beat him with no QB. But that's how you define a winner, though. Like we can say that, right? You're right. Every game's been like, damn, this, like it's not the Eagles of last year. There's no dominant performance. There's no dominant wins. But at the end of the day, they've been finding ways to win week in and week out. Yeah, and to me, that's the wheel of a winner. It's the wheel of a champion when you find a way. But but look at what happened. They step up and play the two teams that are better than them in the conference, and they didn't just lose. They got fucking caved the fuck in. But they also beat the Cowboys the first time. So like, like we're so we're so like, what have you done for me lately? Like the Cowboys won one, the Eagles won one. Now the Niners are holding up the conference. The Let me ask you something. The best team in the fucking league right now. You know damn well though that when the rubber meets the road. Yep. Let's say they play this coming week or the week after. Could you actually? agree that the Eagles would they wouldn't be a favorite I know nah, that. I don't trust them right now I am yeah. with you bro like I, I need to see like they need this, to this defense is bad I'm mean, they're bad and the problem they have is while the defensive line's solid the edge rushers are not getting to the quarterback like they were last year there's no 70 sacks on this team they don't invest in linebackers the linebackers are a fucking joke you're bringing in guys off the street that that are three or four years past their prime the secondary's old I mean the defense is bad. It's just bad. And offensively, teams are figuring them out. The, the play calling has been horrible. Yeah. I mean, the, the red zone, it just – every and it doesn't surprise me that this is where it's catching up from. They, they're just struggling. And the defense ain't going to just flip. This defense is weak. Yeah. I feel you, man. We'll see. I still got them going to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl against the Ravens. So, I'm not going to change my Super Bowl pick. There's they, no they're struggling. fucking way. They go to San Francisco and beat the 49ers. No way. No way. It doesn't look that way right now, but I got to stay. I got to stick with my team. I can't flip-flop, you know what I'm saying, and switch over. I'm going to be – I'm going to say – And JB, JB will tell you. JB, who's been more dialed into the NFL than me this year? Nobody. Nobody. When we do Sundays, you do it. But here's what I'll tell you. This week, the Eagles are going to fucking pummel the Seahawks because that's how the NFL works. Yeah, they've looked terrible the last two weeks, right? Seahawks, I think, are just a bad team. I think we have to recognize that Seahawks just aren't a good team. They're not. Speaking of that, some people beg to differ. Okay. Yeah, we had a good lift this morning, so uh, we'll see how each day goes. Geno Smith is back. Ne- Jeff, he's back. I know you're not impressed with Geno. I haven't been impressed. It sounds with like we're rushing him back because we're desperate. Yeah, I don't know. Here's a take. Interesting that you said that um, the Seahawks are in desperate need of a win because the Rams, who I, who I think got fucked last week against the Ravens, who I picked to beat the Ravens, 
I think the Rams are playing as well as anybody in football right now. And I don't think anybody wants to play the fucking Rams right now. And either did the Ravens and they got a block in the back that saved their motherfucking ass last week. But I'll say the Rams are now tied with the Seahawks in that last spot in the NFC. And if the Rams get in, they are a danger player in this mix. I'm just telling you. But but here's, here's why you cannot believe Pete Carroll. Two days ago, he was praising Drew Locke and saying, Drew Locke's our starter against Philadelphia. Now, 24 hours ago, now it's back to Geno. Listen, here's why you can't bet on Seattle, okay? They're an average team in a poor conference. Just because they need to win doesn't mean they're going to. And they've defined it year after year that, at least the last year or two, they cannot be trusted. They, they have, when was the last time they've won? I mean, it seems like weeks since they've won. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. It has been weeks. They've been on a losing streak, and they just, you know, the running game was crippled. They got he got hurt. They they lost the quarterback. The wideouts haven't been stepping up like I think they should. They got Williams from Giants, who everyone or Leonard uh, Leonard Williams is that his name? I thought they'd be much better up front. In turn, the Giants have become a top three defense over the last three weeks, and the Seahawks have become a shit defense. So I'm trying to figure out was Leonard Williams a problem? I, I, I'm like shit. What's going on here? But. Uh, we're going to see. Seahawks are backs against the wall. Seahawks the, are backs against the wall. I'll tell you this. If the Eagles go into Seattle and lose, th- this city will go fucking crazy. Because the thought is you can't lay on your back for two weeks, have the practices. I mean, they're 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 delving into like high school tendencies, like things we're doing to improve as high schoolers would do. If you can't respond this week, I, I mean – I'd have to feel like if you have the Eagles in the Super Bowl, you'd have to be really questioning what you're you're doing. This is a spot where you have to respond if you're the Eagles against. Hey that, Jeff, we got a new segment we got to do with you. It's called Real Talk or Jaw Jacking, and we're gonna play a video. And you got to say, is it Real Talk or is it Jaw Jacking? This is why I love JB. He comes up with these great segments. JB's the best, isn't he? But, I'm just looking at both of you like, Jamie, serious? Is this motherfucker? Are we really supposed to understand this motherfucker? I, that motherfucker he, said, he said one word that I understood box office. <laughs> and there were movie posters behind him. So he's talking All about. Right, here we go. Here's a real one, though. Here's yeah. a real one, Jeff. We got I was just fuck with everybody on that one. I didn't even let Smitty know we had that one in. What is uh, that? Where'd you get that? I don't know. I found it this morning. Real talk or jaw jacking. Take a listen. And I think no woman. You can only dominate, control, and manipulate. You can't outthink her because why you fucking she thinking? Not only that, nigga, a woman can run much further with her skirt up than we can run with our pants down. Mm. I'm going to let that sink in. A woman can run much further with her skirt up than you can run with your pants down. How you going to run circles around her, nigga? That's a bar. Where'd you get that bar from? You somebody. The old niggas, all the thing, all the shit I'm saying, I'm repeating what the old niggas say. That, that was that was tough. Real talk or jaw jacking? 
for once, real talk with him. Uh, you know, he says a lot of stupid shit, but he's not wrong. I will tell you this, and and <laughs> I think fucking Eddie, man. No, I'm sorry, Jeff, to cut you off. Yeah. Thank you, Eddie. Appreciate you, bro. <laughs> I don't know what this is about, but uh, nothing. Keep going, keep going. No, no. I just want to say yeah. that- ninety-nine cents is what it's about, Jeff. I'm gonna straight <laughs> up say it. I'm gonna straight up say it. Eddie is the brokest, most loyal motherfucker on this show. He's. I love Eddie though. Hey, hey, Smitty. Before you and Jeff came on the show two years ago, Eddie was trying to become a member. He dropped a dollar ninety-nine about thirty-five times trying to figure out how to become a member. It was a dollar ninety-nine a month. He dropped the thirty-five dollar ninety-nine chats. I said, "Homie, that's not how you do it." The whole chat was lighting Eddie up, and ever since Eddie's kind of figured out he's just a member now. Well, you know what? Shout out to him because he seems like a loyal man. And he loyal, I, you know, loyal I, shit. I respect people like that. Loyal you know? as shit. That's why I said loyal as shit. But but we need to put more emphasis on our older folks in our society because they are fascinating people. I will tell you, Smitty I have don't think that. Smitty don't think he said. No, kill I'm not talking about. No, I'm talking about old. Though. I'm talking about like seventies. We don't talk enough to old people. I want to talk. I want to have a show where I just talk to people over ninety. How'd you get to where you are? You know, tell me about something I can use in my life that will benefit me. You know, like those old, he's right. He's talking about the old heads and they've been through a lot, man. You know, the stories, my grandma just died. She was 98. The story she used to tell me when she was a kid, you know, about just growing up, like people would walk on the sidewalks because they couldn't walk or walk on the streets because they couldn't walk on the sidewalk. She would tell me stories like that about how um, certain people just couldn't do certain things. It was fascinating. I'm I'm blown away at some of the things she used to tell me about how like it, is, it is really is. Before we get to the games tomorrow, we got ten minutes. We're gonna show you some. Uh, we got to go through our little things with with Jeff since he's on um, on Fridays. We love having Jeff on. We get Jeff to be on for three hours, but he's on an hour. We got some BPS for you. Um, we don't have a logo for it, so Smitty, can you give us the BPS logo? The BPS logo. Here you go. Let's go. What's your type of guy? Do you have a boyfriend? No. Let's go find you one. Let's no. go. What's your type of guy? Black. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man. Yeti, she said black, homie. Where you she didn't, at? She didn't, she didn't say tall. She didn't say lean, muscular, big, skinny, so smart. No, wait up, is that white people shit or black people shit? Just no, white people shit. We we all knew what she was gonna say. I feel like she said just just black. Just be black and I'll fuck. <laughs> I don't need nothing else. <laughs> ah. I oh, I gotta man. tell you, those skits I've seen on TikTok are they started. are they they're not real, right? I don't know. I think they cut them. I think that is real for her, and then they cut the other shit in, obviously. But I'm saying I think they make them, but I think the original one is real. I don't know. Yeah, Let's find is. out. Because Bailey, drop the white people shit. We got white bread logo. It's, it's the most racist show in America. We can show the white people shit, but we can't show the black people shit. <laughs> here we go. White people shit right here. Good morning here <laughs> in December in Michigan. You can see uh, this lake is frozen. However, it's not going to stop this guy. This is as white as it gets. He better not do what I think he about to do. Uh, 
City. You may not do. I put a comment on this. You'll be very shocked on this one, guys. I'm telling you. This is the actual cold plunge about to happen here. Oh, you you barefooted right now, Smitty. It's already wiping with shit. Yeah, but it's not. This is actually, but this is actually very good for your body to do. It is. It is. He got on boxer briefs and shit. It's wiping. He's not. He just doesn't have a, a tub, so he's just doing it out in the. It's country shit. That's what makes him wipe people shit though. That piece yeah, but of, it's very healthy actually. To, to yeah, no, so I've done cold bath. I know that, but it's yeah. it's the location of what he's doing. Well, it's like, redneck shit. This is like uh, something you do in like Kentucky or something. Yeah, yeah. This is in Detroit, by the way. No, really? Yeah. He's gonna do a big All jump. Right. It's time. I got cold just thinking about that. I know. I got chills in my fucking chest. He's chilling in it, too. White but look at him. Hey. That's why he's in shape. He's kind of in shape, that guy. White people are something else, man. Wow. I yeah. A lot of scientific research saying that this is good for anti-inflammation. Watch that guy live till he's 110. He just said what Jeff said. Now, can I give you some context on that, Smitty, before you judge? Don't ever judge a book by a cover. That's a real good friend of mine who's pretty famous. Really? His name is Rude Jude. Oh, I love Rude Jude. So that was Rude Jude. Eminem, one of Eminem's best friends growing up, Eight Mile. Yeah. One of his you. best friends. He, he, you know, I don't know if you heard about what happened on series and everything that happened to him. But anyway, he's back in Detroit. He's back in Michigan. And uh, that was him doing some white people shit. And uh, I just had to show that shit. I texted him and told him, I'm putting your shit on my show tomorrow. Uh yep. He don't give a fuck. I've been on his show a few times. He don't give a fuck. He's funny as shit. Um, I've heard recently, and Smitty, I don't know if you know this, but I heard that right there, doing what that guy did, is one of the easiest ways to lose weight. Like, it, it's incredibly effective. Yeah. It burns like, fat. Yeah, that cold. Yeah, it's, it burns it's, fat. it's an anti-inflammatory. It does a lot of good things for you. Sure. Yeah. All right. Last thing. BPS, black people shit right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen this. <laughs> he making us look bad man black folks we are down bad right now we i saw steve kim posted something very funny he goes this uh this takes away the stereotype or something we, we, lost, a, we, we lost 100 points right here yeah. man yeah, yeah, the black serious. community can we argue that that's actually white people shit <laughs> right oh you know what oh, i mean so like damn like sometime you guys gotta grab you gotta you gotta find maybe bailey can find this now um when I played yak basketball at Barstool, you should find that. Oh, I saw cool. it. I saw it. It looked yeah. horrific. Well, it was all for the camera. I did it for. I know. You told, it I it got viral. It went big. Yeah. It went big. I remember you told me. I was like, holy shit, man. Ryan Rashilla was t retweeting it. It was. It went big. We got a few new segments, Jeff, and I'm, I appreciate you liking it. I'm, you know, I'm carrying. I'm, I got a bad back because I'm carrying Smitty on this show. But let me ask you something. I need to know what you guys think this is. Is it white people shit or is it BPS? Ricky Will says his wife's last name's great relationship. Man. That's why. Come on, Ricky. This is hot people shit. This is weed people shit. And that's I don't have any balls, and I I'm gonna pretend that we're gonna help my my Smitty wife. Smitty hot that he's a brother. That's why he was like, "Come on, Ricky." Smitty hot as a motherfucker, right? Now. I'd be hot as hell. Uh, 
And I'm hot at you, JB. I'm pissed at you for even promoting this shit on this on this fucking show here. We got responsibility as a platform and as a voice and as the biggest fucking show on the internet to put out search. We don't put out bullshit like that. We don't promote that, JB, on this show. Damn you. Damn Ricky. Damn new girl. Don't take the woman's last name. Type of, like, type of, come on, bro. What type of world we in? Uh, that's the world we're in. Hey, Jeff, real quick. What do you think about this? Mm. Tyreek Hill, who you're very critical of. I know personally uh, people that have coached him. I replaced, uh, you know, he left about six months before I took One of the biggest pieces of shit, low-life fucking pieces of trash on the planet, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that's all I know about him as well. Um, (laughs) He's up for the MVP, though, so Smitty will defend him. Smitty, I don't know. That's person, where, so that's I can't, where, I, I'm just I can't say with shit. You. I don't know the brand person. All I know is he's balling on the figs of a future Hall of Famer. He's one of the, he's the best receiver in the league right I'm, now. I understand this. He beat and choked his pregnant girlfriend. He should be thrown in a fucking cell and never get out. He, in fact, we should put a bolt in his fucking head. That's what we should do. Oh, shit. Straight up. Oh, fuck. We about to get this show. So, it might be our last fucking show. We about to get everything. Anybody. We're going to lose Mint, Bet Online, QMS. I couldn't give a fuck that he is a celebrity. He's a scumbag piece of shit. Fuck him. He is. Uh, everything I know about him is uh, accurate, but uh, people cover it up when they're ballers, Jeff. You know shit, as I do. Oh, yeah, I know. If you are good at something and catch a football or you can put a ball in a hoop, you are allowed to commit whatever crime you want. You can have someone kill a pregnant girl like Brandon Miller, and you become the second-ranked NBA draft pick, and now you're making millions. Hey, where, where, what happened to Von Miller, Smitty? Do you know? Because I know he turned himself in, but then he was released. Did, did the girl drop it? Yeah. What was There's, the deal with that? That's another one. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's like, he I, played. He played the other day. Well, yeah, they didn't got, file criminal charges against him. That's why. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, it's always simply so for me when all that stuff gets dropped because at the end of the day, I don't know what's true. And oftentimes, as soon as we hear a report, oh, this man put his hands on a woman, whatever, we instantly just start bashing the player. And the I, man I know what he did in college and junior college. Um, and I know what he did at Oklahoma State. And yeah, I know the thing is, Tyree Kill was con- he, 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 he played guilty. He admitted to it. No, I know. But I, he I was talking about Vaughn. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. I do agree with it. I know for a fact what he did in JUCO. I know for a fact what he did at the four-year level twice, two different colleges, Oklahoma State, North Alabama. Um, he's not a very – I mean, hopefully he changes, but I'm just telling you, I know he's done some shit, real shit for stuff that any of us – At what point? Why do we – As a daughter. Th- there is no reason to ever do that to anyone. They can't change. He can't change. Tyreek Hill cannot change. He will always be someone who choked and beat up his pregnant girlfriend. That's what he should be known for. Well, I'm just saying, people don't want to give you, you know, I say it all the time. We are. If if someone who is a a pedo, right, they're known for that, right? When are we going to put women beaters on the same level as low level scumbag miscreants like they are? I've been asking for it for a long time. I'm going to tell you right now, like, shit. He uh, he's a ship. See, it's silly the boss. We're not gonna get into a political debate, but you'd say it's BS that he said put a bullet in his head. You can say whatever you want, what but if that I was your sister. I mean, I got a daughter, and yeah. I'd have put a bullet in his head for what I, what I know he did do. So, silly the boss, stay in your lane because if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, you come off as ignorant. 
What if uh, that was your sister? What if that was your daughter? Uh, let's get into some mother? games real quick. The only game that matters, Jeff, is UCLA Boise. Uh, and I know, like you said, start this thing off. Betting is going to be a bitch on these bowl games that are meaningless. Boise, UCLA, no quarterbacks. I mean, I don't know what you – I don't even know how you bet it. It's a local game in L.A. Where are you at with this game? I don't think you can bet it. I think you have to just assume that a lot of these games are going to be low scoring. Here's what I'll do. I'll tell you the game that I would bet. The one game that I did personally bet, Georgia Southern. I played them. If you look at their team, it's pretty much full, good to go. That's how I look at it. I don't think you can bet these games. I would I would look elsewhere. And a lot of people just bet them and assume, oh, they're all playing. You're going to be in for a rude awakening. I would say this is a great under game because we do know UCLA still has a good defense. We know that Boise, they're just not going to be able to move the ball. Third string quarterback, I believe he's a true freshman that's going to play. We can't expect him to move the football. They're going to run the ball a lot. Under. Um, Jacksonville State, eight and four, Louisiana. I think Rich Rod gets a new job next year, but he's going to have to show one more year at this Let's level. Yeah, maybe. Uh, they're in the the RNL Carriers Bowl. Used to be decent. Um, these two game, t- game teams, six and six, eight and four team. I don't know. App State, eight and five. They took a shit late. I thought they were a pretty good team early. Miami of Ohio, eleven and two. I bet App State beats the dogs. Miami, Miami Ohio quarterback Brett Gabbert's out for the year. Avion Smith, who was in there, he transferred. They're another team down to their third string quarterback. I believe yeah. App State. You got to look into their quarterback too. I will say, if anybody wants it, you can reach out to me. There's a tracker I found that tracks all this shit on who's playing and who's not. So if anybody really wants this stuff, they bet on this stuff, reach out to me. I'll get it to you. New Mexico State, Fresno State, interesting game here. Two proximity-wise local. Um, Fresno, 8-4, and four, fell on their face late. New Mexico State, 10-4. and four. Did they really play 14 games already? Yeah. They had a week zero game. So this one, I, I'll, I'll see, Smitty. I'm just thinking about next year. You're going to have this team play 18 games in college <laughs> and then bitch about it. homie. get the fuck out of here. I don't want to hear no more bitching about these fucking kids. I don't want to hear another fucking thing about anything about missing class, fucking going to class. Dog, miss me with the NCAA's bullshit. 18 games this team could essentially play next year. This game will actually be pretty good, though. Both quarterbacks are going to play. Mikey Keene, I believe, is good to go. Diego Pavia should be back. These are two pretty solid teams. This will be one of the better bowl games, I think, probably of the early slate. Um, You know, Jeff Tedford, the coach for Fresno, not going to be coaching, so they have an interim coach in. I would lean New Mexico State, if I'm being honest. This team is very impressive this year and stepped up and played some good football teams, as we know. Beat Auburn. Should be a good game. This should be a good one. Back and forth. Um, mm. Texas, Texas Tech. Cal, Texas Tech. I mean, I don't know. Uh, you're not going to be on until next week, but Monday's games, is there any better ones? I know a fucking Western Kentucky, Ole Miss. Or, I mean, Old Dominion. Fuck. These games are horrific, Smitty. And let's just keep adding more. If we're looking forward to next week, Smitty, we got fucking Troy and Duke, Arkansas State, Northern Illinois. Fucking might be a good one. It might be a good one. Arkansas State, you know, they they beat us in the bowl game. They they often play play uh Mac teams and bowls. Kansas UNLV. That'll be all right. 
God, these games are atrocious. Yeah, we, we, we have to stop this. And this is why the NCAA tournament's so great, because we haven't fucked with that yet for the most part. But we will. We'll eventually fuck that up too. Um, it sucks. I mean, it, it sucks that this is where we are. You know, sports is great, but they've really screwed with it. I mean, look at the fucking product we had to watch last night. I mean, what the fuck are we doing, man? I mean, it, I mean, look at what the biggest story in sports in that league is right now. Some fucking goomba quarterback who won't even be there next year, mm. who isn't good, and we're trying to generalize that he is. Hey, he's, 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 he's in the fucking MVP race. No, no one said that. No he, way. I swear to God, Smitty, did they not say that? Well, not MVP. Right? They said his last three games, like what, what what he's doing, like that would be on pace if he did it for the full season. Oh, on pace man. to be the MVP. Let he's not literally you, in the race to win. Yes, Smitty, you okay? Like either of you? Let's say you were an NFL player. Like you're trying to be respected. You're trying to earn a big contract. You're standing there. And that fucking Yahoo walks out as an agent dressed like that. I would say, what the fuck? What are you doing? Go in the fucking locker room and dress like a fucking human being. You're not fucking Junior Soprano. You look like a fucking asshole. This isn't Halloween. Go in and fucking dress on something. You look like a jerk off. Straight up. People, they're not laughing with him. They're laughing at him. What are we doing here? You look like an asshole. You're a professional. You're in your 40s, dude. This isn't a fucking joke. You're trying to get a guy a contract. I would say walk the fuck in your locker room and put something else on, dude. You look like a fucking idiot. They claim he got mob ties. They claim this shit he real. Doesn't. He doesn't. You he might doesn't. have to talk about this shit, Jeff, on your next episode, he man, on your podcast. They're not connected to the mafia. I would tell you if they were. They're, they're fake, phony fugazis is what they are. Jesus Christ, man. Oh, I'm a hater. He looks like an asshole. The, all these people suck. They, they're the worst. Hey, Bailey, put this in real quick before we leave. I got to leave with a laugh. I got to get Smitty to laugh. Uh, appreciate you, Corn on the Pod. Corn on the Pod. Bailey fired, really? It's no way. Is that true? Somebody, somebody put Staley was fired. Let's type it in I on mean, Twitter. I hope he's fired. Let's type it in on Twitter. Now he's not by now. The Chargers are cleaning house after last night's disaster. Firing coach Brandon Staley and yeah. longtime GM Tom Telesco. Sources say rap rap report one minute ago. It is official. That's how we end the show with some breaking. Wait up. Wait, where are you seeing this at? It's in the it's in the it's in the chat. Why did right it take now. that long though? It's in the private chat. They finally did. Ian Rappaport just posted two minutes ago. He broke it. And the yeah. Chargers posted 36 seconds ago. We have parted ways with head coach Brandon Staley and general manager Tom Telesco. They ain't even they ain't even capitalized the W. You know they couldn't wait to put this, boy. Let me, let me tweet that real Fuck quick. Fuck that. I would have fired him last night. Yo, can you post that uh, in the private chat, that clown world thing that, that JB just posted? That's funny. The what? JB just posted in the private chat, that clown world I've been chosen to <laughs> This is... Under what category, Smitty? <laughs> the tennis that live below. Oh, I ain't see it. Go back. Fuck, I was typing. Damn. Play it back. Oh, shit. Hold on. 
Oh, it's Smitty's, it's Smitty's apartment right now. <laughs> hey, shout out to that sister, man. She's trying to have a good zombie, you know what I mean? She's unhealthy. She's unhealthy. She's unhealthy. Two things can be true. She's unhealthy, but hey, let's give her, she might lose weight. Jeff, you lost weight. You was a big guy. You lost weight. Let's give her time. She might lose weight. But I didn't post she still be as videos like that. You didn't post my mug. You you've been in some videos, Jeff. You 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 my not guy. You been in some videos. Not doing that, bro. <laughs> hey, look at JD's comment, JB. Who? JD. JD. Jermaine Dupree. Looks like she eat, she looks like she eat good ass. I mean, I couldn't <laughs> do that one though because I got I actually got you know eights, nines, and tens to do it. I don't need a no, negative ten to no, do it. No, no, I'm just don't. being honest. Ain't no eight nines and tens just gonna come over and AE you and just fucking leave without any type of commitment, okay. no type of money, no type of eight nines and tens. They need something in return. They're not coming over to AE okay. you and then fucking leave. So you're, you're having crazy. you're having five you, and six. You y'all you need it. You need yeah. that shit. I JB, don't. I don't pay look at shit. Me, JB. Look at my fucking face. No fuck with me. Let me brush my hair. Look at my face. Nah, y'all see you all ex accept it and expect it and then you allow it. You all think you got to pay a dime piece. I'm like, get the fuck out. There's a million dime pieces, and all you need to do is say, get one to say yes. Why are you paying them? I don't pay to play, homie. Never have, never will. <laughs> we all do in the end, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and you pay them to leave, by the way, but you ain't. That's Taco Bell for me. Jamie think he's so. Jamie swear he's such a player. Tout cowboy steak. I smoke some ribs. It, it that's paying. I say it all the time. Right. Yeah, paying something. You know what I'm talking about. No, I. You're talking about you don't have a girl come over. You give her five hundred and she does what you tell. Like I get what you're saying, but in a way we all do. Like we all take them to dinner and like you know for Christmas you got to buy them shit. Like you know. Yeah, keep it real, JB. JB act like he's so gangster, so fucking player, so pimp, man. JB is super nice to the lady, super, super kind of little romantic gentleman. Like, I know the real JB when we all fucking line. He loves serving others, having friends over. He's going to cook for everybody, make sure the house is clean, make sure you're comfortable. He, that's, that's how JB is the nicest motherfucker in so the world. So, be true, right? He's super nice. All this little hard wait, shit. Oh, oh, pay for pussy. Oh, never. Hey, wait, wait. Two things can be Come true, on, right? Bro. Not in this situation. No, it's one thing. Yeah, hey, hey, Jeff. Everything is two things can be true. Every fucking day there's something. Well, I actually agree nothing. with him on. Two things can be true. Dijon, I'm calling, I'm calling this bluff, Dijon. <laughs> I think you're a lot like what he's talking about. I think on the surface, you're, you're, you pretend to be like a real tough. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the end, like you're just a nice guy. I, I don't pretend though. I'm I just, peel, I'm, I peel I'm through. I peel through the layers, JB. Like I, I look into your soul. Hey, that that video I'm you always the same guy. That you video you do a lot of shit, JB. That's why. That's why you 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 put that hard exterior. But between get beneath the layers, you got a soft inside. That but video. Yeah, to. But don't let the smooth taste fool you. That's the problem people get into. <laughs> Jeff, why, why he take my laugh, Jeff? You know he, he took my took shit. His laugh, bro. That is my fucking <laughs> laugh, homie. Are you kidding me? Hey, Bailey, put that last one in on in, uh, in honor of Staley. Put this last one in. I think this. Yep. I gotta go. I got a big money uh, conversation in 
Yo, that Five video minutes. you posted, JB, about your what your dog playing poker, that was pretty funny, I have to say. Which one? Your dog's like you you pull the camera over, your dog is just sitting there like oh that man. motherfucker, man. He's that unbelievable. Like he thinks he's really part of the fucking deal. That's funny. Chargers now just hit on ESPN. Telesco, that was Pat McAfee's uh GM in Indy. You know he's an Indian app. You know he's a Colts guy, Smitty. Telesco, I knew the name sound familiar. Yeah, so that was him. I don't know how you don't know that, but you yet you're a fan of the Colts. I don't understand how you don't okay, know. Okay, with that? that. Oh that's Philip Rivers now. No, they said they said Brandon Staley's gonna have to start doing the OnlyFans uh, after this, and this is the. I actually do that same stretch, but just no. It's honest. great for the for the spine. Actually, I yeah, do. I, I do actually do too, the same stretch because I my, I had a bulging disc in my back, and that was one of my major workouts to to get. I'm my sorry, man. I can't do it. I just can't do it. I I, I can't wait. I, I'm gonna dive in on Monday. I can't do the run up the stairs, all the bullshit before a game. If you have got time to do that, no wonder you're shitty. But we don't know when that was taken. That could have been at three o'clock. But I don't. I'm just saying. No, no, no. He does this every game, pregame. This is his pregame routine. I'm just saying. I would do that. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll works out for the game. Yeah, I would do him. that too. Right, what you talking about? Come on, bad oh, take, bad just take. You don't work out, bro. Take. Doesn't mean we don't. Right. I'm trying to make us look no, bad. Don't. School, we care about no, our you don't. That's pregame. Coach H. Brown that's hasn't touched a fucking. Look at when he ran in last chance. You. He couldn't even run a straight line, bro. What do you mean? I ran with a pink jersey. I ran fucking eight, uh, eight gassers. Eight gassers. And I did what I said I was going to do. Get rid of these motherfuckers. I'm glad. I couldn't run before a game. I, there's no way I could run before a game, Smitty. I'm thinking about the game. I got other shit going on. There's no way I'm going to go out here and pregame work out before the game. I got other shit to worry about. Hey, work he out on your own when you're not being filmed, Jeff. Fuck out of here. I gotta be filmed. Like girl does it. But they're like, filming him just because he's on the hot seat. They don't he probably does it every game. Right, right. Years, that's how that's how he works his anxiety out pregame and gets his stuff. He's, he, he's thinking through why he's he, working out. I think he has a let's just be real. He wasn't a good NFL coach. We all know that. Kind of like Chip Kelly in a way. He would be real good at like another spot. He's just not a head coach. Right. Like we get right. that. I mean, it's part of the NFL. He was really bad, but he'll be a good offensive coordinator somewhere. You know what I do before a game? I get my ass ate and then I fucking bust one and then I go in the office and work and then I'm ready to coach. I'm not going to go do a fucking Kegel stretch like a fucking. Yeah, but look at the shape the guy's in. He's He probably could run a fucking marathon. Yeah, he's 5'9, weighs 140. He better be in shape. JB be in the office. Get out! Don't I knock do on my say, door. Like, get my ass. Hey, get out! I do have to say, why are you doing this like on the field? Yeah, do that exactly. in the locker. Get out! Crap. I'm busy. I'll be in here in a minute. Hey, have you seen uh, the Kanye West cussing everybody out? I feel like we've seen that video fifty times. Really? Well, we don't need to see it. Oh, no, he does it all the time, doesn't he? Oh, I don't know. There's something new go new out. Anyway, Eddie Manyweather, I don't even know what to tell you. I'd rather you just keep the 99 cents instead of slap me in the face with it. <laughs> just keep it and save it towards you your most. Put it on your Boost Mobile and your Dak Prescott fund when they fucking fall on their face again. Do it there. Save the 99 cents. Put it in Smitty's Boost Mobile account so he can have better internet. Get the show in the internet so we can get in the studio. Mint Mobile, turn it over today. Hit the like button before you get out of here. Subscribe. It is a great weekend. It's Fearless Friday, free game Friday. We were fired up today. Big Matt joined us. Big Jeff joins us. And we will see you Monday. Uh, 
God willing, much love to everybody in here. Uh, will Colorado be bowling? Uh, did they have a bowl game this weekend? Or no, but oh. they've been, they been recruiting their ass off. Will Colorado be playing in a bowl game this weekend or next they've week? They've been recruiting their ass, ass off. Jay, you better slow your roll because next year when they win nine games, you you I'm, I'm gonna remember everything you said this year. You are better they, get them now. No, you I'm better just get them now. Matt, Matt McChesney, are they playing this week or next week or ever again this year? We out of y'all. We got to beef. Peace. We switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we killed it, yeah, it's a wrap. We won the games we missing. We switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB.